eat my shorts. Podcast. I'm of course your host Dave Lee, and this is episode number four thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Almost said twenty-eight. And almost said forty-eight. No, nope, thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Let me just get my glass over here. I'm of course your host. Is all a bit tight and stuff, don't they? I don't know what's going on. No, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Okay, so welcome to the show. You can join me every single Monday. The podcast goes out on all. Major podcast platforms that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. Uh, the visual element is available uh, at the same time on the Monday, but if you're a patron supporter, you can get that two days early with your early access. Uh, so just head to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under and you can get that for as little as $1 a month. Cheap us. Cheap pod. Cheap pod, it is. Very cheap. Cheap podcast. It's only a dollar. And it'll come with other other stuff as well. It does come with other stuff. The podcast is free, but the Patreon is as little as a dollar a month. Exactly right. Right. Uh, we've also mod... mod fucking, what am I saying? Migrated. Mod... Mod-graded. Mod, mod-graded. Mod-graded. Pod, mod-graded. We've migrated the video podcast to a brand new channel. It's not brand new. It's like been, I don't know, probably fucking six weeks now, seven weeks. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, the, the, the video... Probably more. The video, yeah, probably. Maybe ten weeks. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's on a, the video podcast. If you're watching it, you, I'm sure you know the video podcast are now on a, on a new, newish channel um, where I put all the video podcasts. They live there on, a, on their own channel. It's own little channel. Yeah, so if you'd, I'd love for you to view them. I'd also love, because we're going to get the views up, and oh, I'd, yeah. I'd love for you to hit subscribe too, so we can get it monetized. Yeah, need another 400 and something subs. subs. Yeah, and watch time, watch time's getting there. Is I think it? we're like maybe 50% at the moment, so we need like another 2,000 hours watch time or whatever the hell it is. So get on there and do it, and please. Don't, and don't get on and just watch a segment and leave it running. Don't do it. I can't tell you to do Not that. Not allowed to do so that. So don't do it, please. Do hey, it. Don't do it. You can find do me. On, you don't do it. Shh. You can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under and over on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxed. I remember to put that in the script this week. Uh, there is links in the in the bottom of every uh, the description of every podcast for all of those things. So you can click away. Fucking beautiful. How easy is that? If you want to write into the show, you can send me at Dave Lee Pod at gmail.com. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast on the podcast platforms. You can give us a, a nice little review. Only good Only ones. Only the good ones. Uh, they do help the good ones. Help the bad ones. Bad don't. ones can piss off. They fucking drive down the star rating and everything. We're already on 4.9, never going to recover. No, nope, never. There we go. Beat the music again. Mm. And just like that, I'm getting messages too. Cool. I'll, I'll reply to that later. Yeah, I was getting some before too, but I've... Put that aside now. Yeah, we'll put that aside because we are dedicated to bringing the best listener experience. Well, <laughs> that's doubtful. <laughs> well, We're pretty dedicated to bringing to, an experience to an extent. The best that we can, the best that we can deliver. 
Well, you probably don't even <laughs> think, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit half-assed sometimes, especially when we're recording at 3pm on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, exactly. A couple of hours late today. Yeah, I know. Crazy. We've been on the fucking chat. chat trying to sort out the internet. Yeah. We've had all sorts of trouble. I know. Every time we get on a Zoom chat, we've got to turn off cameras and God knows what. Yeah. We're supposed to be on a fast. Awful. So hopefully we've sorted that out now and we can get a new modem. and That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Sped the connection up a bit. Never-ending battle with fucking internet in Australia. (laughs) Literally. It's almost like every year we have to fucking try and figure out the internet is good for a bit and then it just drops off again. Exactly right. And then I get a letter the other day from them saying that that um, that my plan was going up five dollars a month because they had to buy more buy more um, data from NBN. Bastards! I shouldn't have to. Be shouldn't be your problem. They should, should be they problem. should be providing that as part of the service. Exactly. Not right. charging me more for it uh, for no. a service they're supposed to be providing anyway. Dodgy bastards! Well, they, when I first took the plan out, it was mm. bloody upload speeds were forty megabits, yeah. or megabytes, whatever you call them. Mm. And they dropped it to 20 That's about awesome. two or three months later. I don't know. What a joke. And then we spent – the first few months was okay. It was really good. Mm. And then we had some issues and uh, then the bloody – the router, the Wi-Fi router wasn't sending signal right across the house properly. So I finished yeah. up putting a – was that a bloody – what do you call The Google, Google Nest system, yeah. mesh, mesh system through. And the internet right now. And She's talking to you. Yeah, she heard you. <laughs> yeah, get stuff, Google. Yeah, special um, guest, Google. Hey, Google, welcome to the show. Hey, nah. Google, welcome to the show. I can't reach the internet right now. Yeah, can't connect to yeah. Wi-Fi network. That's what I'm talking yep, about. Exactly Fucking right. Fucking joke. Yep. She's, anyway, she's a joke. That one. I know. So yeah, so we finished up putting that in, and that uh, got a signal right across the house, mm. which was better. Yeah. But the last last few months, we've had issues with, um, particularly. The connection's been good. Upload speed sometimes is a little bit slow. Mm. Download speed's been usually okay. We get occasional dropout. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like it's hardware. Like, our hardware's reasonably up yeah. to date. It's an it's internet issue anyway. Yeah. Otherwise, it's been a slow week. Always. Very slow week. Nothing's happened this week. Particularly for old men like me. It's been nice yeah. and slow. Nothing's happened. Literally nothing's happened this week. I went to work. You went to work? I did for a day. I tried to get... That was enough. I tried to work. Oh, yeah, you, you haven't been able to get into it at all. No, I know. I don't know why. Well, I've been writing, but it's just sometimes when I do one of these, I've been trying to write an evolution, and sometimes they're just t- 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 tricky to peg down my, just almost like the first mm. chunk. Once you get moving on, it's usually okay, isn't it? Yeah. I'm in that stage now where well, I think I think you're probably still suffering from those junk you did last week. Yeah, I know. Well, I was fucking four a.m. I had to get up for one of them. Mm. It's all right. Yeah, all, I, I enjoyed doing them, and I was happy to get up early to do it. And you got another one this week. Another I have one. another one at two a.m. this two, week. Two a.m. And it's like I think three or four sessions in in a row. So that's going to be like literally an all nighter, probably. I just can't afford to like I would. We've got a screening for something the night before that. And the um, the embargo for that film is two a.m. on the Wednesday, which is the time of the junket. So I'm literally going to get have to get home, record a review, get the review up, then go straight into the junket. Now I'm going to have time to have a nap, and then I'll do this junket thing. And God knows what time that's going to go till. Um, and usually I'll just like sleep, but I don't have the time at the moment to. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell's going to happen. No. 
If has I, to be what it has to be. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yep. Otherwise, we're kind of out of lockdown. Woohoo! Which is nice. Which is real good. Meanwhile, our, still a couple of small restrictions. Yeah, it's not much though. Limited, we're limited. out of lockdown, really. Yeah, we'll limit the people some into your house. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, still fifteen or something. So yeah, don't want that many people in my house anyway. No, exactly. Yeah, fuck that. Um, <laughs> what else was I going to say? Oh, but our uh, poor friends up in Sydney, man. Oh, now no. they're going into lockdown. Yeah. Fucking hell, it's never ending. It's not the whole city, though. No, it's, it's just like certain, certain areas, certain suburbs. The hot spots. Mm. <sighs> Where did that one come from, do you know? I have no idea. Mm. I don't know. If I haven't read it, but, uh, yeah, it's probably, just happened. Probably South Australia again via, probably. via a Victorian. Yeah, who knows? We'll cop yeah, the well, blame for it anyway. I think it, oh, I don't know if it was. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we probably will. But, no, other, but otherwise, we're but we're okay. All our friends up in Sydney, best wishes. We know your pain. Yeah, well, <laughs> We've been there four times. So. <laughs> We've been there more than them. Fo- we're back at the football this weekend. Night, they've just reopened, so it's nice. Did we, we didn't, we missed what? Did we miss a game? We missed, we missed one. Oh, we, one missed game. The, we missed the Indigenous Dr- round, yeah, the, the dream which time. is the, the great dream game of round. the year. I always look forward to the dream Second, time second best game of the year, that one. Yeah. In the whole fixture. Yeah. We, and we have we have the We're best the them. best one yeah. and the second best one. Well, other well than it was our club that you know yeah. created them. Well, other than the grand final, no, they're still better than the grand final because yeah. the, the grand final is full of corporate. It's all yeah, there's hardly true. any bloody support for the there. fans. For the fans, the stadium of a hundred thousand, you get probably ten thousand from yeah. each club there. Mm. All the rest are corporate. Yeah, what a lot of crap. Yeah, well, anyway. We've got a big show to do today, so we'll... Uh, We've got grand final guarantee on our tickets for next We do. Well, we, we yeah, make we'll it. see. 20 years we've been waiting. I've been... Well, we've both been waiting. <laughs> I've never yeah. been to a grand final in my life. You have. I've been to two and we won both of them. Yeah, luckily. Woo-hoo. I apparently had the option to go to the one in 2000, but I didn't want to go. Yeah. Some shit. Yep. I wouldn't appreciate it anyway. No, not exactly right. I wouldn't remember it. You That's weren't, right. weren't sort of really into the football as much as you are now. Not really. Mm. Anyway, hopefully, hopefully in the next few years, <laughs> hopefully. Well, they're looking good. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're heading in the right direction at least. Yeah. Anyway, with uh, we're to try and avoid turning into a sports show. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I love talking the football. I know. And, and we're signing, and we're signing all our, all our star players the longer contracts. Yeah, so that's good. Anyway, that. moving on from the from the sports. Um, Yeah, big show uh, today. Um, I did quite a few cool things during the week. Um, I did a while I slept on the couch. While you slept on the couch, (laughs) Um, I did a great guest appearance on on a podcast. Oh uh, yeah, the weekend we'll talk about that during the show. Um, Just a little, just a little small little podcast. I thought I'd go in there and like give them a little. Just give yeah. them a hand, just, you know, <laughs> just try and, you know, get their cred up a little bit. Yeah. We'll talk about them in a minute. I'll, I'll plug them and, yeah. you know, you guys can go there and, and subscribe and listen. Well, away. you had some ex- expertise in areas <laughs> that they didn't. Well, yeah, sort <laughs> of. Much. No, no, it was, of that course, was the uh, the Weekly Planet podcast, which yeah. is a fucking huge podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, talk about that. we'll talk about that very soon. Um, and um, I was also on The Weakest Link this week. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's right. Like that the day after. Laugh. What a laugh. So we, will, um, we spoke about this last week. We've been speaking about it for a few weeks. My my um my journey of getting onto this game show, um, and it finally went to air this week. And I've got I've got all the clips. So we're gonna we're gonna go through it and the best bits and have a laugh um, at my experience <laughs> on there. Your um, expense. 
At my expense. Um, <laughs> of course, if you were in Australia, I know um, many of you out there did watch the show. You tweet, you were tweeting me, you were messaging me, you were sending me screenshots of me on the telly. <laughs> yeah, oh, all really? that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was great. Um, but for all the international guys out there and gals out there, um, you, you probably haven't had a chance to see it unless you snuck on with the VPN. Um, but so we will play. We'll play some clips from the show. That'll be that'll be a bit <laughs> of fun. And if you're if you're out there watching this on YouTube, you'll get the extra experience because I'll play the video too. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that that's this week's show. And uh, there's a little bit of news that we'll get to at the end. But otherwise, there's just going to be just a like clip show almost. Yeah, <laughs> just playing some clips yeah. and stuff. So it's going to be a bit of fun. But first off, we will, as always, be talking about what we've been watching. Throughout the week, um, I really—it's been another slow week for me. I've watched a few things, but mostly older stuff that people really don't care about. Uh, just like some old, like nineteen thirties, forties, fifties film noir stuff. I've been working my way through the um, film noir box set, volume two from um, Indicator. No, not Indicator. Imprint. Imprint. Uh, imprint. Yeah. imprint. <laughs> Indicator. With the Indicator is another one. Oh, is it's it? a oh. British one. Okay. Imprint. Imprint. Bionic Vision's imprint label. So I've been going through them. They're all great. Um, otherwise, I watched um, – I've started um, – well, I, I, I got off to a soft start of re-watching the DreamWorks movies. I watched one on Monday and I haven't watched one since. <laughs> I need to rank them at some point. I don't know when it's going to happen. So um, there's like 40-odd movies. But I've made a start. Ants I watched. I was surprised how well it actually held up. I actually enjoyed that when it came out. I did too. But over the years you hear, oh, it's not as good as Bug's Life. I think maybe it's to an extent maybe even held up better than a Bug's Life, which is weird, yeah. I haven't watched those for years. Because Bug's Life was always my favourite. That's always obviously Mm. the Mm. biggest one, the the Pixar one, you know, beat Ants at the box office and all that, all the characters and shit are more memorable. But Mm. Ants actually held up very, very good. It's a very good movie. Uh, um, so I enjoyed revisiting that, and then we'll get into the rest of the, the DreamWorks they, stuff soon. Have they produced 4Ks of those yet? Or? No, not the, they've just brought Shrek out on 4K, so I've got to get Did my they? hands on that, yeah. But that's it. But it took them years to even get them out on Blu-ray. So I reckon Ants would be great on, four, on oh, 4K. I don't know. It's the, an, the animation's pretty shit out on it. I mean, we're yes, talking. That was the one you watched the other day, and yeah, I came yeah, in so it looked, looked pretty shit, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it wasn't great. Because I don't, I don't believe they went back and rescanned the original elements. It looked oh, like right. it looked like it had been taken from like a film print because it was very great. It had very film grain. Yeah. It even had like lots of scratches. It wasn't a very nice transfer. I even noticed the like the blacks were breaking down too. Yeah, it wasn't great. But I think a lot of that is also. I mean, it's like one of the first CG animated films ever. So you can't you can only fault it to a degree. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed that. And anyway, I'm looking forward to getting to the rest of the DreamWorks stuff over the next, oh, fucking who knows, who knows mm. how long it's going to, but I'm looking forward to getting up to Shrek. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, other than that, we watched kind of a semi-older movie called November Criminals. This was the one with Chloe Grace and Ansel Elgort. I can't remember. We put it on quite late. I don't really remember much of it either because I don't think it was that memorable really. <laughs> That's probably what I remember. That was like their friend dies and then he decides to get into his own hands to kind of go and investigate who killed him and then he gets involved with all these drug drug, uh, yep, drug yep. people and shit yep. and that gets into the underworld. Yeah, it was, all right. it was okay. I mean, I think I paid like $4 for it at the last JB Hi-Fi sale, so. <laughs> Can't complain. Though. Yeah, I know. Probably about, probably, probably about the right, the right dollar, dollar amount. Mm. Um, otherwise, we watched a few fairly recent movies this week, too. Yep. We watched Nobody. Oh, that was good. Yeah, Bob, Bob Odenkirk, 
a.k.a. Saul Goodman. Saul, yeah. Yeah. Saul Goodman. <laughs> we checked that out. That was from the writer of John Wick. So um, you... Loved it. You kind of assume, you're yeah, going yeah. into it, you know what you're going to expect, and it delivers. It's great. Yeah, it was good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Wicked, wicked man. Yeah, a... Um, what would you call it? A um, un, an unexpected action hero. Something yeah. like that. That's ex, not exactly what I'm looking Ex-cop or something, whatever he was. Something like, no, he was, I don't know. But yeah. He was something. But I mean, Bob Odenkirk is not really someone you would expect to be like a big action star, no, but he right. delivers real well. Real he good. was fantastic. It was a fantastic movie. Yeah, and, really uh, enjoyed it. Kicks.com.au sent me over the 4K, and the 4K looked great. Yeah. Fantastic, really nice. Got to check it out. Yeah. Um, really we, good. After that, we also checked out one that Kicks sent over, which was The Unholy. You probably don't remember it. You fell asleep. Did I? Yeah, this was that like horror film. Oh, that was shit. It was pretty shit. That was shit. <laughs> yeah. no, I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> I got... Well, we got about halfway into it. I thought, oh, I've lost interest now. Well, I think you were on your phone from the first five minutes. You were done yeah, after probably. like five minutes. <laughs> um, it wasn't great. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it wasn't even scary. No. It was no. like not even creep. It was like the demon thing, whatever the fuck it was in the movie, it was a bit creepy. Yeah, that, that was, was about, about it. all. Yeah. <laughs> But it was pretty ordinary, I thought. Yeah, it wasn't great. I wouldn't rush out. I mean, it's produced by Sam, <coughs> produced by Sam Raimi, so I was expecting a bit more from it. But well, look at the rating. Oh yeah, that is a yeah. It is. Yeah. Shot. Don't expect too many of those sound effects today, by the way. Sorry, <laughs> there'll be no shot all right this week. There's just too much other shit to get into. Um, but yeah, there you go. That is what it was a. That was a. Yeah, that was a stinker. It that was one. a bit. Um, a... we checked out. Thankfully. That was the only dud that we checked out this week. We watched Let Him Go. This is the one with Kevin Costner, Diane Lane. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It's a neo-Western film. I like Kevin. I love Kevin Costner. Vintage. He's great. Hey, Kevin Costner movie that's shorter than two hours long. Or was like it's, just on two hours. It's not three Shorter hours than long. three hours, I should <laughs> yeah, say, exactly yeah. Right. Yeah, like a, a good length Costner yeah. Does he produce flick. it or something? Or? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But it was good. I liked it. They sort of... Um, the widow of their son uh, marries some other guy, like this abusive guy, and they run away with their grandchild. And so Costner and Diane Lane go after him to try and get the kid back. Yeah. And then all sorts of shit goes down. So is his, their son married the woman? He yeah, got, so, the son yeah, so their yeah. son's widow. Yeah. That's right. Which would imply that the son's saying? dead, yeah. Oh. The son's widow. Yeah, you did. You were over there typing away. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love Kevin Costner. Can't do two things at once. I love everything Kevin Costner's done. Yeah, exactly. Even the shit like um, uh, where, what, what, what was going to say? Westworld, Waterworld, Waterworld. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. yeah, even that's fun. Postman, Postman. Even that's fun. That's crap. That's too. a bit of fun, but it's a bit right. yeah. shit film. <laughs> the He's best, good. of course, was um, what's it called? You build it, they will come. Yeah, dream, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. That's great. What's my great favorite? Great film. Let me try and think of my That's favorite. That's my favorite of his. I don't think that is my, I'm trying to think. He did that other one, um, uh, what was it called, where he, did he have a um, kidnapped a kid Oh, or yeah, that's my favorite. That's that it. That was with great. Clint, with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Um, Perfect World. That's it. So yeah. good. Oh, I love it. That was really good. I can't remember the story. There's something about a kid. They kidnap a kid or something, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great movie. So good. Check it out if you can. Mm. I need to get my hands on the Blu-ray of that. They never put it out on Blu-ray here other than like in a Clint Eastwood box set. 
but it's you can get the, oh, really? it, you can get in the states. Only to import it. Was it um, Eastwood Direct? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. I believe it was. Um, otherwise, what's his like top rated movies up here? Dance with Wolves. Yeah, it's all right. Robin Hood. Um, Prince, Prince of, Thieves. of Thieves. I love yeah. that. Yeah, and the Bodyguard. Yeah, Bodyguard. Yeah, right. yeah, shit. Um, Robin Hood probably, yeah. Perfect World. Oh, he did some good shit. Mm. Um, Diane Lane was really good in it too. She's always fantastic. Oh, yeah. Always like her stuff. She hasn't done anything for ages, or not that we've seen anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, haven't seen her much for, for a long time. Yeah. Good stuff. Good but That was a good film. It's, check worth, it out. Uh, it's worth checking check out. Check it out. And we Definitely. finally, we finally got around. I finally, I've finally broken the barrier of the international feature film. <laughs> With subtitles for you, we've got subtitles. another. One. We've got another one down. Uh, Parasite, finally, and it was awesome. So good, wasn't it? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. How even though, good. Even though I had to, you know, read along read. and not and, yeah. not and not watch the bloody, <laughs> you know, the images. You get well after a while. You get used to having to go up and then just kind of like read a bit, go up. And, you know. Well, what I tend to do is tend to sort of look in between both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you can see what's going on yeah. as well as read. Mm. Um, and I could keep up with it as well. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think I read it and then as they're saying it, I repeat it in my head. I don't know. But I, it's a weird way. Know. It's a weird way of doing it, I think. But you get used to it. You find a way to do it. No, I think, I think, just... I think with me it's like I'm watching, I'm watching while I'm reading. Yeah. And I, um, because, you know, that was part of when I was working photography yeah, and yeah, if yeah. I was shooting models and stuff. You'd have to keep an eye on everything yeah, that's yeah, going yeah. on with the camera and all the technical stuff as well mm. as what they, what they were doing. So you'd be used to keeping one eye on yeah, yeah. this and one eye on that. Mm. So that's yeah, sort of that's fair. where I got mine from. But hey, this came, out, um, this came out a couple of years ago because it won the Best Picture last year at the Oscars. So was it 2019, was it? Probably. Um, and I am fucking shocked that well, I didn't get spoiled on this one. I knew, no- I literally knew nothing about it going in. I somehow managed to avoid all spoilers. I managed to even avoid the plot of the film um, because there's a lot of shit that, that happens in this, a few twists and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked that I managed to, especially with the um, the landscape of film Twitter these days where something comes out and the spoilers are on the internet within mm. five minutes. I'm shocked I didn't see anything. Yeah. Uh, the next one we need to get on is Midsummer. That's that yeah. one that goes for like three hours, so yeah, we've got to find the time. One. But that's when I feel like the longer I, I go without having seen it, the more chance I'm going to get of seeing it because I'm always – You know how people are going to – No, they'll be respectful. My my <laughs> listeners and my viewers, I, I trust that you'll be respectful. But I always see stuff from Midsummer coming up on Twitter, whether yeah, it's like yeah. a clip or just like a picture. And I'm like the longer I wait, the more chance I'm going to get. Is that a horror? That's a... It's like a horror thriller sort of – I'm yeah. not too sure, but um, Lockie – um, my mate Della, Della, who you of course know, shorts. have known forever. Shorts, pants, was it shorts or shorts? Pants? Yeah, because he always wore shorts. Yeah, freezing cold, you know, yeah. five degrees, always and wearing, wearing shorts. shorts. Yeah. Um, he he's wearing big boy pants now. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's good. got a desk job and all that shit. So oh, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing up, he's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he messaged me as like, I've watched Midsummer. It's fucked. <laughs> Yeah, really? Yeah, so I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> he always had a better stomach than I did for this kind of stuff. So, yeah, he loved it, didn't he? Yeah, for him to be like, oh, yeah, I'm f- that's fucked up. Jeez. <laughs> Another one, Hereditary, where everyone I talk to about that is like, that's fuck, completely fucked me up, that movie. Really? Yeah. Ooh, we get on to that then. So I think that's another one. We've got them both. 
It's another two that we need to get on to before I get spoiled. You're not on the internet or well, you're on the internet, but you're not on Twitter or anything. No, so you don't see all this shit come yeah, up. No. And constantly it's a constant battle of like, fuck, I have to find this three hour window to watch Midsummer at some yeah. point. So anyway, uh, yeah, Parasite was terrific. Um, I'm assuming there's probably still other people out there like me who haven't got around to it yet. Please do before you get spoiled because, again, I'm shocked I didn't see anything from this and I loved it so much. Mm. I adored it. It is um, got some good thrills. It's quirky. It's funny. It's a bit of everything thrown in there. It is terrific. I oh. adored it. I loved it. Cool. I loved it. Mm. Yeah, and you did too. Yep. So that's good. It was good. It was. It was. Yeah. The 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 humor was. Yeah. A little bit offbeat, but it yeah. really appealed to me. Well, the director uh, Bong Joon Ho, he said, "Was it Korean? Korean, South Korean, Korean film? Yeah. yeah. He, the director of it, um, when he was, I think it was when he's expecting the, the ex, ex, accepting his Oscar, he said, once you get over that." two-inch-high barrier of the subtitle, you open up a whole new world oh, of cinema. Oh, yeah, most, most definitely. It was fantastic. It's like completely different to anything else I you've really seen. I really enjoyed it. And even like a lot of the French films and stuff that I've seen, it's a completely different to Western cinema. Mm. And yeah, once you get over that barrier, you do, you open yourself and up the, to... And the, the humour, the type of humour is really, yeah. really simple. Yeah. But just so, so beautiful good. and appealing. It's almost kind of like the Kiwi sense of humour. It's just simple humour, yeah. but it's very funny and very yeah. smart. Yeah, and exactly quirky. right. Yeah, I love it. I really enjoyed Very it. Very good. I did really enjoy it. So, I'm yeah. glad you forced me to watch it. Me too. I found finally got around to doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and now I've got to get you to watch The Hunt, which I am, apparently is another one that people are like, is going to fuck you up. It's got Mads Mikkelsen in that, directed by Thomas Vinterberg, who also directed Mads in Another Round, which is the one we watched a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, I have it. I just imported it, so we have to get onto that. I think that'll be a good one too. Um... Also, oh, that's it for movie-wise, but we watched, um, uh, what did we watch this week, TV-wise, um, third episode of Loki. Yeah. What do you think about this week's episode? Because there's been, like a, divi- there's been a division. Oh, a, bit of a, a bit of a lull this yeah? week. Did you like it, though, or did you think oh, I it was? I still enjoyed it. I still yeah. enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as the first two weeks. Yeah. Um, but obviously it's building to something. Yeah. You know, you've got to have these episodes where they tell certain parts of mm. the story that, mm-hmm. that aren't going to be as appealing yeah. to you. But they've got to do it. Yeah. And that's what Marvel have done. Forever. Well, exactly right. Now, there's been like a division. There's some people who are like, I fucking hate this episode. It's just filler. It didn't achieve anything. It did feel a bit like filler. Um, but there's a reason for it. Exactly there right. Has to be and that's what I've been saying. And I watch it. And like Marvel have not done us wrong. Well, rarely done us wrong over the last 12, 13 years. Mm. Um and there's always a method to what they do. There's always exactly a reason right. to why they're yep. doing this. Um, I love. I thought it was a really good a visual. It was a gorgeous episode. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, like you think, like Blade Runner or like Star Wars, like mm. Attack, like Attack of the Clones when they go to like the underground, the underground world. Yep. Yeah. Like the guy trying yep. to sell them death sticks and all that kind of mm. shit. Um, so it had that visual. It looks stunning. I love the new character they've introduced, um, Lady Loki, Sylvie. Yeah. 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 Um, yep. She's great, yeah, she's and good. the banter between her and and Loki mm. is great. Um, I liked it. I like the character development because the best thing about these TV shows is that it takes these characters who have been sidelined for so long in the movies yeah. and actually and gives them a chance them. to. So, in an episode like this, I felt was like um, actually has a chance to go. Okay, let's give him some sort of like mm-hmm. proper development. Yeah, um, and again. We've got three episodes left. We're halfway through the season. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see where we go from here. And it's good to see Hiddleston doing 
Yeah. Take, taking centre stage. Yeah, he's so good too. Yeah. He is incredible. I he's guess. got an incredible style. Yeah. Man. I love him. Just a, almost a really relaxed sort of. Yeah. Just chilled out. Laconic sort of yeah. style about him. Yeah. Which is great to watch. But that's so good about these TV shows. These people get to kind of get the get the stage that they've deserved this whole time. He's been in it since Thor, the first Thor. Yeah. Which is fucking years ago. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Hey, I don't have a Loki hot toy, I realised. Yeah, I've never liked the head sculpts on them, so I'm waiting for yeah, one. Yeah, some of them don't do no. very good heads. I've been, Haven't got very good heads. I've sculpts. been waiting for one with a good head sculpt. So we'll see if they do one for this show, but then I feel like he'll just be like in a suit. I don't want that. Yeah. I want him like in his proper Asgardian with the horns and shit, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, that's I'm enjoying it. We've got three shows left. I'm really looking forward to seeing where they're taking us because it could go anywhere. It go, it'll go totally pear-shaped at some point. Yeah. You can see it coming. Yeah. Well, he, he'll just go off tap. Yeah. They've got to get off this planet now, so we'll see what happens. Ah, easy for him. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he'll um, call, call, his, call his big brother in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we started trying season two. Yep. That hit Apple TV like six weeks ago or something. Mm. Um, I love this show. Yeah, we watched two eps. Two last night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think the seventh goes up tonight, and then the eighth goes up next week, which is the last one. So we've kind of queued it up to be able to... Yeah, finish it as it finishes. Yeah, yeah. So we'll finish it up next week. I love it. It's such a good show. It's good. Yeah, it was. It's we, really, it is really. We good. praised it last year when we watched the first season, and I just yeah. I adore it. Yeah, so good. I love the setting. The in, the setting in uh, Camden, Camden Town. Yeah, it's so great. We've um, been there. We have been, been there. Yeah. It's just nice to see places you kind of know, you're familiar with. Yeah, I mean, not that I spent much time in Camden. I think when I was there with you was the only time yeah. we went to the market. Actually. So that's the thing in Australia because most of most of the stuff we see is either English yeah, or, yeah. or American. There's not a huge yeah. amount of stuff made here, mm. so you see all these places that are foreign to you, and then you go yeah. and visit these places, and then you see yeah. movies where they were filmed. And you think, oh yeah, I've seen yeah, it's great. Oh, no, and you can mm. orientate yourself, yeah. I suppose. It's good. So anyway, I love that show. It's almost like a little. It's almost like a rom com, like television. It's the closest thing yeah, yeah, that I've exactly seen right. on television to like a rom com, like yeah. Notting Hill or something like that. Yeah, and you know that's like my kind it's, of thing. It, so. I, it sort of feels to me like um, what was that other one I watched years ago? Um, I think you mentioned this last time. Yeah, like, probably. Um, Cold feet. Cold feet. Yeah, yeah. It's got that. that sort of feel about it. Yeah, and that 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 was a that was. I don't know how well it would have how well it'll date. Well, well, they're the still time, mate, they're fantastic. still doing it. They keep doing like specials and shit, yeah. so there must be it must still be something that yeah I don't know who knows. But I wouldn't mind going back and having a look at a little bit of it. Yeah, to see well, how I'd it, like to watch if it. If it holds up, yeah, I think it's on Netflix or something. I'm not sure. I know there is a way to watch it on I'll streaming somewhere. There, no, never bought it. Really? Yeah, because it's so there's so many seasons of it. Oh. Never bought it. I have a look. I think the initial run was only four seasons or something. I don't know, but then they kept going back. They did another couple of seasons. They did some specials. They did all that kind of and shit. They did one, what, last year? A couple of years ago, I think, yeah. Fairly recent. Um, anyway, uh, other than that, we have got something special for you guys. It is called... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, just a bit slow. Yeah. But it'll do. It's the Deadwood Update. Yep, Deadwood Update. One episode down. Yep. And only one to go. One to go, guys. We're getting there. Hey. And I tell you what, I enjoyed that episode. Hey, it was a good one. Yeah. It was a good Isn't that always if, the way? If the whole if the whole show was like the last two episodes, yeah, man. it would have been very watchable. Yeah. 
not it's boring as amped shit. up. People is everyone's going against everyone yeah. else. People shooting each other. And I'm looking forward to the next week's <sighs> one now. Yeah, a couple of people died. Well, one day. guy died last episode. Yep. And then another we one got shot. Got shot in the arm. Um, and Swearingen's like fucking off tap at the moment. And uh, Bullock is about to snap as oh, well. Oh, he's about to go right off, isn't he? Fuck, it's good. It's got good. Yeah. It's so, yeah. this is it's so, so such yeah. a typical thing. When a show gets fucking axed, it's just starting to get yeah, better. Yeah, exactly. And right. it's almost like they've gone, oh, shit, let's, let's, uh, let's oh, put we're everything gonna, into we're this gonna, so they renew us. We're, yeah, exactly. We're going to get axed. Let's, let's make these yeah. last few episodes good. They might, you know, change yeah. their mind. No, no luck. Nah, no, but, the, but, but yeah, the, the la- oh, I thought when we watched this week yeah. and last week, yeah. we're both really good apps. Really good episodes. Yeah, you wait. I and bet. there's and there's a different there's a different dynamic between Swearigen and and Bullock now too. Yeah, I know. Because you know there was that episode where Bullock beat the shit out of Swearigen. Yeah, yeah. That was ages ago. Yeah, season two. And then nothing happened. Yeah. And then nothing <laughs> happened after that for ages. But they're sort of on the same side. They're yeah. on the same side. Now. So it's going to be interesting. We've got one mm. episode left to see how they end it. And then Ooh, we've got hunting we've, down. we've got the movie after that as well. Yeah. So I'm watch. looking forward to the next the next episode now. Yeah, it might be one that we'll be like, oh, cool. We've got last it's just a, just a shame that it's taken this long. Three seasons of shites to get well, to something. Well, season one was okay. Right. Season no, one was okay. Yeah, it was okay, but it was still slow. And then season two just died right off. So anyway, that's our Deadwood update for the week. We've got mm. one episode left. One and left a and then a movie. movie. Fantastic. So yeah, so we've finally got through it. Yep. After well, we're after the next years. two. Yeah. Whatever it's been. Yeah, so that'll be good when we finally mm. get that done. And we will celebrate um, podcast number 40 after we've finally Woo. finished the movie. We'll get Wacko Jacko up to watch the film. Yep. World's Worst Manager. Yep. And we'll watch it. It'll be great. Yep. Hey, um, a couple of weeks ago, as we mentioned earlier, I took part in the global press junket for Fast and Furious 9. Mm-hmm. It's finally opened in America at the moment. Uh, reviews are still pardon me, reviews are still mixed on this one. Yeah. There are people who think it's just fucking great because it's batshit crazy movie. I'm in that camp. I had mm. fun with it. And there's other people who are like, this is the fucking absolute shit. I'm on the fence. You're on the fence. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the film that it is. Mm. But I feel it's gone too far away from what it was yeah. supposed to be. Oh, that happened fucking three movies ago, well, really. Three or four or five <laughs> movies ago, whatever it was. Yeah. And at this point, I'm just like, oh, fucking roll with the punches. Um, it was just, I enjoyed just a it. bit too over the top, I, I, yeah, I thought. I think that's, but I, I enjoyed it. I think I a lot of people it. have that issue with that. Yeah. Um, but, hey, for Warner Brothers, I got to interview the cast and the director of it. Yep, I got did. to speak to Tyrese Gibson, Chris Ludacris Bridges. Sung Kang, uh, and Natalie Emmanuel, and of course the director Justin Lin. Last week on the podcast, I played you a little, sort of like a little clip, a little, um, a little mashup of the cast interviews I did yep. this week. We're just going to play you a, a little snippet of my interview with Justin Lin, the film's director. Um, of course, um, the videos of all the interviews are up on on YouTube. There's just like a single video where all the interviews are there back to back. If you want to check them out, I'll link them down at the bottom. Or you just go to my YouTube channel and search them, whatever else. Uh, so for now, <clears throat> pardon me, for this show, again, let's just have a little listen to my interview with Justin Lin, the director of Fast 9. You are you are the longest-serving director in the Fast franchise. Uh, you've directed installments three through six. Um, after you left the franchise, you, you've said that you didn't expect that you would be back. Uh, what was it that, that drew you back this time around? 
I think is the is the idea of further exploring this theme of family, but through blood. You know, it's something that we we've never done, and I, I felt like you know to be able to, to to make a chapter nine and to do something for the first time, that was very exciting. You know, and and I also knew that if we were going to do that and we we're going to explore it, um, we were going to really kind of have to go and find and, and 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 revisit you know the origin of this mythology. And, and, and the chance to kind of solidify that was just too good to pass. Well, one of the things that I really love about it is how um, they all, ha it's like a grand mythology, this grand arcing story. And the way that particularly you are able to build the films around Tokyo Drift, which originally was essentially like a, a, a spin-off film, kind of to the side, didn't have any of the main, uh, the main cast or anything. Um, with this film, you get to delve deeper into that connective tissue of the franchise. And what was this like for you? Well, it, you know, it, it's interesting because, um, you know, when I came back and I was talking to Vin, uh, it, it dawned, a, you know, it, it, it really kind of hit us that it's 20 years, you know, and, and we wanted to kind of reconnect with a lot of different uh, chapters and a lot of different narratives. And in a weird way, Fast 9 is it, what you see on screen is really only one of four different scripts yeah. you know yeah. and and, yeah. and you know bringing back uh han i felt like i wrote a completely different movie and then one day maybe we even get to film it you know and so um that that was a it was something that's very unique and i have never done anything like like this you know like this whole process of, of making sure that whatever we do this connection is not just about this movie it's like uh this movie is a connection of four different movies it feels like there you go. Yeah, cool. Fantastic. It was great to speak to him. Um, mm. He was real cool. And so with the rest relaxed, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, chill. He seemed happy to talk mm. about the movie. And, well, obviously he's there to talk well, about yeah, the movie. Exactly, yeah, exactly right. Uh, but he seemed, yeah, he seemed uh, to be enjoying his time doing the press, which was, yeah, which was quite good. Um, well, it's, his, it's his reputation on the line. He's got Exactly right. Going. It's his movie, hey. But he seemed quite accommodating. And yeah, exactly right. Answer my question. Happy gave to little, be there. Gave a couple of little scoops. Could be getting a Han movie. Well, mm. not that he said that, but he was like... Intimating. It'd be nice if, you know, <laughs> one day we might be able to, you know, do that. Branch off and do some off, yeah. off spins. Interesting. Off spins? No? Spin off. Spin off. <laughs> off <Yeah>. spins. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, past my nap time. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, anyway, so that was my, uh, just a small little snippet of my interview with Justin Lin, director of Fast 9. Uh, you can, again, once again, catch the full interview on YouTube yep. if you head over there. Otherwise, link in the description below. Uh, before we go on any further, let me just plug my uh, partners again, uh, my friends over at Random Space Media who are developing a bunch of fantastic new releases um, with a few studios, including Disney and etc. Um, but predominantly Universal Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, they're doing a lot of really great box sets and stuff, essentially just developing <clears throat> a bunch of stuff that wouldn't normally be available on like the wide yeah. market on Blu-ray. There's some DVD stuff, mostly Blu-ray. Uh, so for example, like a movie like Happier Season, which got a release on DVD, a wide release, they partnered with Universal to make a Blu-ray happen on the Australian market. Um, so yeah, they're doing some really fantastic stuff. Some of their stuff's exclusive to their web store. Other stuff, JB picks up and sells. Otherwise, there's people on eBay, like third-party sellers, eBay, Amazon, etc. 
If you want to head over to their website, which is randomspacemedia.com, they've actually just put up a pre-order for a film called um, French Exit, which stars Michelle Pfeiffer. Apparently it's terrific. Yeah. Everyone's saying it's great, and people are freaking out. Oh, my God, they're, released, they're releasing French Exit on Blu-ray. They've just, as I said, done Happier Season on Blu-ray as well. Uh, so if you want to head over to randomspacemedia.com, <clears throat> use the code DAVE10 at checkout, and you get 10% off. Until uh, the end of June, the thirtieth of the sixth. So that's only a couple of days. A couple of days after this podcast goes out. Mm. Uh, So get on it. There's some great stuff on there, and that's not an affiliate code. That's that's not an affiliate code. I don't get anything out of it. Um, That's just um, I got a couple of DVDs, Blu-rays out of it to review for them. But otherwise, I just want to get their name out there. And because I mean, we got to support a group like this that does such awesome shit. Because otherwise, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of you out there have been going there and there are a few people who have said, I'm going to be a repeat customer now. They've awesome. just done a um, like a box set of the um, Smoking the Bandit movies, uh, number two and three, first time on Blu-ray in Australia. Oh, really? Yeah, it's in there with the first film as well, the oh, remastered awesome. 40th anniversary version. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so that's Are a they great... remastered, do you know, the two and three? Or... I don't know. I don't know if they'd be Doesn't like – re... I don't know if they'd be like totally remastered, but they're mm. nice high-def yeah. transfers. So, yeah, awesome. so good. Um, they will only ship to Australia and New Zealand. Shipping is free in Australia, but it's like nine ninety five uh, to New Zealand. So get on and load up so that yes. it reduces the cost of your shipping. Yeah, exactly right, and get your 10% off yep. with Dave10. Um, if you'd like 15% off, you can head over to kicks.com.au. I've teamed up with them to celebrate the release of the Indiana Jones 4-movie collection on 4K Ultra High Definition. Are gorgeous. They look stunning. I didn't. I never realised, hey, the um, first film, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, was remastered um, for the last Blu-ray set. 2011 or 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second two, Temple of Doom and um, um, Last Crusade, haven't been remastered since VHS, since the late 90s. Really? Yeah. So My they God. did they did these digital remasters of the films back in the late 90s and put them out on VHS. Then when they did the DVDs in like 2008, um, the DVDs used those same digital masters then when they did the Blu-rays, they completely remastered Raiders, but Temple and um, and Last Crusade used that same digital master again. They just color graded it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so shit. this new one, this yeah, yeah, <laughs> this new one, this 4K, they've all been completely remastered again from oh, scratch. Cool. Including Raiders, they've all been rescanned in 4K. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull has been redone in 4K. They were all shot on film. Crystal Skull originally had a 2K intermediate, so I was expecting they're just going to fucking upscale it. No, they've actually, even that movie, mm. they've gone back and completely, they oh, they look stunning. They look so good. Amazing. Like, I've been watching them since VHS and I've never seen them look so good. Oh, they would look awesome. They look amazing. The color grading on it would be Oh, beautiful. yeah, it looks, it looks stunning. The HDR on it is so yeah. good. And it's like not explosive color. They've never been really colorful movies and sometimes the studios have this tendency to go in and just like fucking over you know, saturate the colours and make them look so yeah. whatever. Uh, they haven't done that. This has been – obviously Spielberg has has um, it's been in partnership with him and he's overseen it and approved it. And they didn't go overboard on any of that. It's really natural-looking. I think it's like mm. the best catalogue 4K I've seen. And I'm just saying that because I had yeah. to review it. It's actually, I think, would be the best um, – uh, what would you call it? Like um, uh, uh, reference – 
reference, reference material, material for yeah. like a, an older film that's really? been remastered. So good, it looks so good. Oh. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'll you can check it out. So you can head over to kicks.com today, you and you can use Dave fifteen at checkout for fifteen percent off. Um, you don't just have to buy the Indiana Jones set; you can buy anything that's on their website. Um, pre-orders, sale stock, you can apply the fifteen percent off. That's until September. So there you go. Mm, cool, beautiful. Uh, just had to get, get on little, and load up. Yeah, had to get those little plugs in there. And they ship to just Australia, Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Yep. So this weekend, I went on a, as I said before, just a little little podcast. These guys reached out and they were like, "Hey, we got to get you on the show. You know, we need we need your the might of your uh, of your listenership <laughs> and your subscribers to come and give us a little bit of a boost. You know." Um, so I went, I thought, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll give these guys a, I'll give them a, I think give they're pretty cool guys. I'll yeah. give them a hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, fucking hell. Um, my, my, my good friend, um, James, Mr. Sunday Movies, um, mm-hmm. of course, from Mr. Sunday Movies YouTube it's channel. time he came back on here too. Yeah, I know. I was speaking to him. Um, I said, we'll get, we'll get him on again soon. We'll get him Indies, uh, and And Nick, yeah, and, Nick and Mesa one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so James, well, we've been trying to check, tee it up for ages. We mentioned on the podcast last time, he's like, I want to get you on to talk about um, the um, the Disney remakes. And we kind of said, yeah, we'll, we'll do something, you know, when, when it's relevant. And so he wanted to queue it up with Cruella, which came out like a month ago now. We were in lockdown. Uh, we went into <laughs> lockdown, like the week of Cruella. Yeah. So uh, we were like, oh, we'll put it off. And that looked like we were going to come out of lockdown. He's like, we'll do it this weekend. And then they didn't ease the restrictions. And mm. anyway, it was like on and off, on and off. And then we're finally like, all right, we're finally, you can have two people over. So he's like, let's do it. Yep. Uh, so we did it. Um, it was great. It was really fantastic. Um, we talked about the Disney remakes, talked mm. about some other stuff. Um, they're wonderful, of course. I don't need to plug them because I'm sure anyone who's listening to this is listening to the exactly, weekly exactly planet, right. really. Yeah. Um, they're like in the top. But if you're not, get over and have a listen. Yeah, if you, if by any chance you haven't come across Mr. Sunday Movies or the Weekly Planet, fucking go and listen to their podcast. Mm. It is the best. It is good. It's really fucking good. good. Yeah. Um, uh, both James and, and, and Mason are great. Yeah, it does. <laughs> both James and Mason are fantastic, both wonderful guys, and they're both very, very funny, but both very, very knowledgeable I um, mean, what they talk about too, which is um, red hot comic book movie news. Yeah, um, shooting at yeah. Uh, shooting at your butthole. That's the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun on that on that show, and uh, we will try and we will try and tee up another collaboration over here on the Dave Lee Down Under podcast. Hey, thank you to um, because it's it's done a it's hu- done huge numbers for me. Um, I mean, that's obviously not why I did it. I did it because I love these guys and I just mm. wanted to be involved and help them out. But it has, as a result, helped the YouTube channel. Um, there's been some really great traffic in the YouTube channel and the podcast. Yeah. It's helped the podcast too. So hello, welcome. Thank you for joining. Yep. Anyone who's joining as a result of having listened to me on the Weekly Planet, I hope I did okay. Um, but um, they're over here and I hope we're not turning and, you off today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a nice little spike in traffic, so hopefully it's resulted in a few people coming over and listening. Yeah, hopefully. Which will yeah. be good, so thank you. Um, look, we will just play a very small little clip from um, my episode of The Weekly Planet. Um, and uh, if you want to listen to the whole thing, which you should, I'll leave a link for that down in the description as well. So let's just yep. have, a, have a quick little listen. So the reason we wanted to get you on specifically is because your focus a lot of the time, but not always, is like animation and Disney. Mm -hmm. And what Disney have been doing for the last 10 or so years or even longer is 
convert these old movies into live action to varied success. Yeah. Convert, that's very clinical. <laughs> yes. I think it's yeah. very appropriate. It's like uh-huh. the, from beta to, to Laserdisc yeah. or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just, people in the Disney offices, just we'll just do a standard conversion yeah. <laughs> from animation to live action. Now, often they're, um, I mean, the reason they do them because they're, it's a billion-dollar industry, right? Yeah. Like they more often than not do well, would you say? Well, essentially, most of them have made close to a billion. Yeah. I mean, the... The the, le- the the worst performing ones have made uh, like two hundred million. Yes, uh, the middle rungs five hundred, six hundred million dollars. So absolutely, the, most of them are making quite a bit of money. We yeah. take that amount of money, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nice. In a heartbeat, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. See, the thing is, well, I I think they sometimes get a bit of a bad rap because I think mm-hmm. there is, I mean, uh, there's some bad ones, and we'll talk about oh, them. Yeah. I feel. But mm-hmm. there's some genuinely good stuff in here. I feel that might even be better than some of the source material that it's based on. Does anybody else feel the same way? Where are yeah, you leaning yeah. there? Where are you? Uh, I Aladdin? Think, I did like Aladdin. I'll I talk about Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> uh, Cinderella, I think, for one. Yeah. I think that's a terrific movie. That's my favourite. Yeah. A lot. Mm. So, yeah. So, for example, but this this thing, though, it didn't start. I mean, sorry, it didn't start in the early, two, the mid, no. 2010 was when Tim Burton's Alice in yeah. Wonderland kicked off. Mm-hmm. But in the 90s, they tried a few of these. They did a Jungle Book and they mm-hmm. did a couple of Dalmatians. Yeah. Are those good? <laughs> a couple of Dalmatians, uh, yeah. not not particularly. No. Um, I mean, I like the I like I love the Dalmatian ones as a kid. Yeah, and you go back and watch them, and they're just not great. Are they like? Is it too like weird high energy? Is oh it, yeah, does it's it like not... totally like late <laughs> mid to late two thousand like nineties kids yeah. film, just high octane, just craziness. So when people might say like Cruella, have you seen yeah, Cruella? I haven't by seen the way? Cruella yet. Cruella, no. How do you say it? Cruella. You had it right, and then you then you doubted yourself. <laughs> I thought about <laughs> and, it. And uh, yep. Because I've heard some criticism of that being like this isn't a patch on the Glenn Close mm-hmm. ones or whatever. Yeah. But do you feel that's the case? I think Emma Stone did really well. Yeah. Uh, she's she's incredible in mm. it. Um, it's a very different performance than what Glenn Close does. Glenn yeah. Close is very eccentric. Yeah, right. Uh, you look at Emma Stone's, it's, it is eccentric, but it's not quite to the to, to that same level. Here's a question for you, Dave Lee. Sure. When you see that they're releasing a new version of something, yeah. what is your initial reaction every time? Um. Or, I, or it could be different every I'm, time. Well, Do you I'm, mean from like just the announcement? Yeah, when they're like, yeah. we're doing another, we're doing a 101 Dalmatians prequel. Yeah. Are you like, cannot wait? Are you like, could go either way? Depends on the project. Yeah. Right, I'm, right. Most times I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm one who enjoys most of these to varying degrees. Yeah. So I'm, I'm one that will champion. I understand why they're doing them because mm. they make money yep. and it's keeping these stories, these classic stories in rotation mm. totally. uh, in, for a new audience in a new way. The yeah. same way, like some of these stories, you know, have been told for thousands of years, like Aladdin or Spider-Man. whatever. It's Spider Man, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Um, and they're just being redone in a new way. So when I hear they're doing a new one, I kind of think, oh yeah, okay, that'll be that'll yeah, be interesting. Okay, right, right. Cruella was the only one where I kind of thought, really, we're going back and we're yeah. doing yeah, 101 right. Dalmatians again. There you go. Yeah, cool, cool. I listened to that full thing the other day. The oh other yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. good. It was really good. Enjo- yeah. Quite enjoyable. Mm. While I was working away, and oh, they had. Yeah. They had the old doof doof music going, oh, and I right. thought, oh, what have I? <laughs> so I put my earphones on and and listen to the weekly planet. and listen to the weekly planet while I did mm. my work. Yeah, it was good. There you go. I, I had so much fun doing it. It's wonderful. As they're both incredible people, and that I have been an admirer of uh, James's work for a long time. You know, since I first started the channel, seeing another, particularly as an Australian, someone from Australia having yeah, that much success. That's right. Was like, hey, it's possible. Yeah. Um, and when you meet someone, you get to know someone whose work you have admired in the past and they turn out to be a, a great person. Yeah. That's always that's Exactly good. right. There's always, always that fantastic. fear, isn't yeah. there? That they're going to be a complete yeah. cock. Yeah. 
but no. James, no, he's no, actually no. really nice. Wonderful, guy. wonderful really person. Nice Great show. Go over and listen to fucking Weekly Planet. It is fantastic. Um, not just my episode. Listen up every fucking hundreds yeah. of episodes I've done, yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, that that was that was a lot of fun. I had so much fun doing that. So thank you again to James and Mesa for having me on. It was a great time. Mm. And uh, yeah, thank you again. Yep. Is it time to get those two on? I will get them on. Both we're going to make it. We'll get both yeah. of them on. We're going to have to. <laughs> we're going to have to get that done. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll well, sit up the back and throw stuff at you while you. Well, we've got four microphones now. Oh, yeah, that's true. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Apparently people don't like like more than two people on a pod- podcast, I've learned. Oh, really? Yeah, people don't. Um, I've heard a few. I've heard just um, just rumblings just around when I read into podcasts and stuff, and I've, I've read that people like two people on a podcast. I think even um, Jackson, Wacko Jacko, pardon World's me. World's Worst Manager. World's Worst Manager said Self-appointed. Like, yeah, he was like two people on a podcast is like prime. Really? And once you throw in that third person, the dynamic, the dynamic kind of yeah, interesting. Mm, wouldn't um, have thought so. Yeah. So well, I suppose well, sometimes when you listen to radio and they have yeah, you know, they have three people on mm. the radio. Sometimes that can be a bit grating. Yeah. Mm, always interesting. a third person trying to jump in and yeah. So we'll try and queue que- up a four-person podcast. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Jesus um, I had a, a na- made another appearance on a uh, on a program this week on television <laughs> network TV. I was on the I was on the weekly oh, the weekly I was going to say the weekly link <laughs> the the weakest Mis- link missing link <laughs> yes the we, the weakest link so I've gone from the weekly planet to the weakest link which is of course that old British game show that was on here back in the nineties maybe two 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 thousands mm. it's finally back they've brought it back and it's not doing well in the no. ratings <laughs> it's not doing very well hey but this week was the first week it crossed the top twenty. Woo. So That's the, all, you the, were on that. all the Dave Lee Down Under fans <laughs> out there, <laughs> tuning in. I rallied oh, everyone. Come on, guys. Come on, everyone. Every All my followers, come and watch it. And we kicked it into like 20. Four, four of you. Four of you. Four yeah. of Got on a double the viewership. Water's gone everywhere. Spit take. Wouldn't be the um, first time. No, I know. Hey. Oh, so yeah, uh, but look, I had fun doing the show. We spoke about it last week. If you want to hear kind of about my experience of getting on it and all that, we won't go over all of that again. No. What we'll do is we'll have a watch. I've segmented the show up into kind of the bits that I was featured in. I've cut out all the all the crap around the edges. So we'll just have a couple of listen to a couple of the, the little segments, or if you're out there watching, you'll get to the whole experience of viewing it too. And we'll just. Um, We'll have a nice little recap of my time on the weekest thing. We'll give a little reaction. I'll stop in between and we'll kind of have a laugh yeah. or whatever else. So let's pull it up. Firstly, I will um, I will pull up what is, I guess, the introduction to the show and um, it'll give you a good idea of uh, of what you're in for <laughs> with this new version of the weakest link. Oh, yeah. It won't right. last long. Tonight, eight contestants must answer a range of tricky general knowledge mm-hmm. questions. Only one will leave up to a quarter of a million dollars richer. The other seven will drive home in a miasma of recriminations and denial, muttering, I'm glad I didn't win a quarter of a million dollars. I wouldn't know what to do with it anyway except be really happy. <laughs> Let the emotional roller coaster begin on the weakest link. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
That echo is really scary. That echo is cool. awful, isn't it? There's oh. like every time she says the weakest link, Look there's an echo. echo. It's yeah. awful. And she was um, in Babe, wasn't she? <coughs> yeah, for all the international viewers out there, yeah. Meg Zabansky, she was in Babe. She was the um, voice of the farmer's wife. No, she was the fa- she was the farmer's wife. It was a live oh, action she, oh, film. That's, oh, it was too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What am I saying? <laughs> Babe was the Babe had a voice, and that was yeah, the voice yeah. actor. Yeah, that yeah. was That's Christine right. Kavanagh, yeah, the woman who voiced Chucky in the original series of. Oh, Robots. really? Yeah, and then she retired. I know that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah so, so yeah, so, so Magda, Magda is the host. Again, if internationals out there, you recognise her as from from Babe as the farmer's wife. Um, but she's lovely though. She's fantastic. This show, no matter what you say about the show. She's lovely. Yeah. Um, and, again, I'm one of those people who you've just seen for years and are, are just fantastic. Mm. Just really, really terrific wasn't person. A, wasn't a disappointment to meet her. No, not <laughs> at all. It was really great. It was fun to just spend yeah. some time sort of in her presence. And she's there the whole time with everyone. And it's it's it's, it's great. So um, that was the intro. Yeah, you've got an idea of what to expect yeah. from the show, though. Um, so, yeah, of course, the next bit. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it almost uh, people have been absolutely ragging on it, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Surprised yeah. it hasn't been axed. Yeah, well, I thought, I thought, I was thinking, oh my god, please don't axe this before my show. Just no, my no, show. that's wrong. That's wrong. What's you that? were, you were saying, please axe it before oh, yeah. my <laughs> so before I have to go on TV. <laughs> yeah, uh, but if you most of these game shows, if they don't play your episode, they don't have to pay you the money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, that's what they tell you all with Millionaire, isn't it? I think it's Millionaire. Yeah, you only get paid if your that's right, yeah, episode yeah. goes to air. Yeah, and you don't get. They don't start the payment process until 30 days after your episode's gone to air. Yeah, that's right. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Craziness. So anyway, the next segment we're going to have a listen to is the introductions. This is where... You get to meet all the contestants and stuff. You've got to say a little bit about yourself. So um, I got up there, I had a little line. Mm -hmm. And, uh, okay, here it is. All right, contestants, tell me a bit about yourselves. But not too much because I'm not really interested. Hi, I'm Helen, I work in events, and I once celebrated New Year's Eve with George Michael. Hi, I'm Dave, I'm a YouTube content creator, and I live and breathe film and TV. So there you go, Hi, that was my, my little bit right there. They fed me the line. Oh, really? Yeah, that was, um, well, it was sort of like um, when I was speaking to the producer on the, or the, the casting director on the show, uh, on the phone before I went on the show, he was like, oh, how would you describe yourself? What sort of spitballed something, and she's like, oh, okay, I'll write that down. And you get there on the morning, and they give you the line, and you've got to rehearse it before you go out there. And then it's on the teleprompter, and you've got to do it all. And Yeah, so it's all a bit of fun. So anyway, we'll skip the rest of that. We don't need to see any of them. <laughs> because it'll just go too long, as I've been saying. I'm not going to sit here for this whole thing. Um, we're going to do this next. Oh. We're going to do this uh, next segment now. This is the first round of the show, round yep. number one. Yep. So essentially, as it does, I'll let Magda explain how the show works, uh, but they will go around and they ask everyone questions. Again, we're not going to sit through and watch the entire show. We go, no, because no, that no, will take no, no, it's no, no, like no. a two it's like an hour show it'll take us three hours to sit here and react to it all. <laughs> so basically I've chopped everyone else's answers out and we're just focused just on yours. Just yeah. focus on mine. So you'll get a couple of questions. They go around. It's like two or three minutes each round and you get a couple of questions each round. So uh, here we go. I'll ask you questions one at a time. If you string together enough correct answers, you'll win the top prize for the round. In this round, a chain of eight correct answers will put ten thousand dollars in your bank however 
One wrong answer will break that chain and take you right back to zero. But if you press your button and say bank before your question is asked, that money is safe and you'll start a brand new chain. This round is worth the potential $10,000. It's time to play the weakest bit. Dave, the Bollywood film industry is based in which country? India. Correct. Dave, fans of which pop star refer to themselves as believers? Uh, Justin Bieber. Correct. Dave, ex-boxer Milo Kerrigan is the creation of which Australian comedian and TV host? Uh, Eric Banner. No, Sean McCarlin. Time's up. You beat. Got dogged on that last question. Yeah, well, I did okay on the first two though. Hey, my first question was a um, was a film question. Go figure. Yeah, um, it has th- to be delivered. Well, all three of them were um, all three of them were like pop culture. Okay. The yeah. Justin Bieber one, which is an easy one, and then that last one should have been easy. But like the first thing I th- I don't think I've ever heard of the character Milo Kerrigan. But the first thing that comes to my head is Eric Banner because mm. he had the Eric Banner show. Where yeah, I was exactly thinking right. like Australian comedian, TV show, characters. The first thing that comes to my head is Eric Banner. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think. But that's got to be de- – yeah, it's got to be deliberate. It, has, they to, it feed, has to be. That they fed me because when I went on Millionaire, my first question was a film one as well. Mm. So there has to be some they've keyed into the system where they make it easy Make you feel you, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Interesting, interesting. Um, so, yeah, that was an easy round. And thankfully I only got one right. So they didn't one kick wrong. me out. One wrong. <laughs> I got one wrong. <laughs> so they didn't kick me no, out no, round no. one, thankfully. Because when you go into these things, you're like, I'll be ha- even if I go out, I'll be happy just as long as I'm not the first out. You never <laughs> want to be the first out. So thankfully that was not me. It's a lonely, it was, lonely work to I walk know. that first one. It was someone else. So next up, we're going to take a look at round two. Again, uh, get a little intro from Magda here, and then you'll go into the questions. Yeah, cool. So let's have a look. Well, this bunch of bewildered bankers have only managed to claim $1,850 so far, but in the next round, a chain of eight consecutive answers is worth $15,000. Let's play the weakest link. That echo again. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, which Olympic swimming champion is known by the nickname Thorpedo? Uh, Thorpe. More information? Ian Thorpe. Correct. Cap- Dave, brolly is a colloquial term for what wet weather accessory? Umbrella. Correct. Dave. Bank. On your screen, who is this Prime Minister? Uh, Boris Johnson. Correct. <laughs> it's time to vote off the weakest link. Dave has emerged as the new strongest link with a flawless yeah. run of three correct answers. Three in a row. Catherine is the new <laughs> weakest link. She only got one correct answer, the same as Damiano. But unlike Damiano, she didn't bank any money. All right, the voting is complete. Dave, what do you do for a living? I'm a uh, content creator on YouTube. What do you YouTube about? I'm a big uh, film and TV buff, so my content is based around film and television. You're that guy at parties who goes on and on and on about Wes Anderson when really everyone just wants to jump into a paper bag with you. Yeah. (laughs) Who did you vote for? I voted for Damiano. Why? Uh, Because I got the movie question wrong. Oh. One of my favourite films ever. (laughs) And he hesitated. And time equals money on this show. Damiano? Well, he's not wrong. But hopefully my contributions from the last 
couple of rounds have served me well. And they did not. He got booted <laughs> off. <laughs> um, so I survived another round. It's interesting because you think you're doing okay and you see how easy these questions are, but the pressure, even if you don't think the pressure is getting to you, you have these weird brain fades. So the first question was, which Australian swimmer went by the name Thorpedo? Ian Thorpe. Yeah. My brain fucking went blank. And the first thing that came to my head was Thorpe. Now, in the rule book, it says if there's a question about a person, you can just say their last name. Um, but if uh, if the, the producers who are up the top watching and obviously uh, talking to maker yeah. or whatever else, if the producers don't think that's a good enough answer, they will ask you for more information. Uh, okay. So first thing that came to my head was Thorpe. I said Thorpe. And it gave me a few more moments to just recompose <laughs> and get that Ian, Ian in my yeah. head. More, more, uh, whatever, you know, more information, please. Uh, Ian Thorpe, yes. Then that next question, which was um, about the umbrellas, Broly, of course, is what we call them in yeah. Australia. You've noticed me hesitating on that yeah. one as yeah. well. And I'm thinking, you- like, why, how, why, how can you not yeah. like Broly, obviously? The third one, again, same thing. Look at the picture on your screen. Who was this Prime Minister? Fucking Boris Johnson. Of course, fucking Boris Johnson. I, I know who he is. I'm always reading about his antics well, you're and a shit. British um, national. Yeah, I am a British national. <laughs> yes, dual passport. Yep. So, of course, he's my Prime Minister as well, one yep. of my Prime Ministers. So, of course, I know Boris Johnson, but you see me hesitate again, like, oh, <laughs> Boris Johnson. So, it's <laughs> such a weird thing when you're there and just, yeah, just the thought of, like, I don't know. And, it's and just you're, probably, you're probably. I would think you probably have the the impression while you're there that time's going quicker than it actually is. Yeah, I think so. So in that in that in that one second that it takes you to yeah. compose and come out with the question, yeah. it probably feels like ten. Yeah, it's like oh, you're going oh shit, what is it? What is it? What is it? And then in reality, it's like gone in like a, like a yeah, second. exactly right. So weird. it's such a weird thing. And like I remember even remember standing up there and almost had this weird like panic moment where I was like, fuck, I'm on a television show. Like I'm on this, I'm on a stage. This is like happening right now. And it's almost like, oh, it's, 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 it's not like I was like panicking or anything, but it's just this weird, it hits you like you're yeah. fuck, I'm on a television show. Right? It's, yeah. it's such a weird experience. Such a weird experience doing this. So anyway, um, they tell you basically to just come up with any reason to vote off someone, make yeah, it, you know, yeah, funny yeah. or whatever. And, you know, if someone didn't, did, did, you know, gave an answer that you didn't like or someone got a question wrong that you would have got right, call them out on it. Mm. The whole thing is about they pick people for these shows that they know are going to have, a like, a, a personality that's going to yep, yep, come yep. up with quips or whatever else. Yep. Um, not that I would particularly think of myself, but, you know, anyway, mm. they, they, they pick charismatic people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to call this guy out for getting the Jaws question wrong. <laughs> and I did, and the poor guy, he got, he got booted off that round. Mm. So anyway, I lasted to round three. Let's have a listen, hey? I round number still... three, let's have a go. In this round, you have the opportunity to bank $20,000. As usual, another 10 seconds is coming off the clock. We'll start with the strongest thing from the last round. That's Dave. Let's play The Weakest Link. The first question is for $250. Start the clock. Dave, AirPods is the name of wireless earbuds created by which company? Apple. Correct. Dave, 
In Greek mythology, which mountain is home to the 12 principal gods? Uh, Athens. No, Mount Olympus. Idiot. Catherine. Itchy and Scratchy, parodies of classic uh, cartoon characters, appear in what long-running animated sitcom? The Simpsons. Correct. Dave. On your screen now is which character created by author Michael Bond? Paddington Bear. Correct. Time's up. That's the end of the round. All right, round three. I did okay. Got two right. Got one. Another fucking easy one wrong. Yeah. This is where it starts to go wrong for me. I think this is where the pressure is <laughs> starting to mount up. I'm getting through. I'm going through more rounds. I'm doing well. I'm thinking, fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm the weakest link. You see me quite... Like, surprise, <coughs> surprise there, because even though when you're watching it, you've got the narration going, the the strongest link in this round was Dave. You you don't get any of that when you're in the studio. Oh, really? So they don't tell you, like, oh, you were the weakest link last round. So when we get, oh, sorry, you were the strongest link last yeah. round. So when you go into this next round, and she's like, we'll start with the strongest link from the last round, which was Dave. I'm like, oh, shit, it was me. There you go. <laughs> um, now, we was I was actually up against... Um, um, this, uh, this this woman on this show who was incredible. Like, she, her brain of knowledge was insane and she was getting every single question right. Every single question. Mm. Insane. Without, I think she only got with, one wrong the whole night. Uh, I think so, yeah. Uh, it was insane, like insane. So even everyone's starting to notice how well this girl is doing and the pressure starts mm. to mount up, I think. And even, like, I, so I was shocked. Like, oh, I did, I, I was the strongest link in that round and... She's getting everything right. So anyway, I was quite, I was quite surprised. But hey, after I was so annoyed that Mount Olympus question obvious. Which mountain did the Greek gods yeah. come from? I blanked just completely. I think maybe I didn't listen to the question properly. Is probably it, oh, and I just okay. said Athens. I think I heard like, where do the Greek gods come from? Athens. Uh, I'm not okay. fucking Mount Olympus. Hercules. Uh, That's where they yeah. all come from, man. And I've studied Greek mythology. I've read it all, mm. so I know it. But it's like a Blank. I sound like I'm justifying all my wrong answers here. <laughs> but no, it's just such a weird situation. Any other situation, I would you'd know these things. And most of the questions, not even just mine, were just quite easy throughout the throughout the evening. Mm. There are a few curly ones, but most of them are quite easy. The one that comes up after mine, fucking Simpsons question. Yeah, Give me that yeah, one. Yeah, I would have got yeah. that. I would have got it without. You know. Yeah. I thought, fucking, even you see me go, fucking hell, you got the Simpsons one. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, so anyway, we go into round, what is this, round four? Uh, three. That was round three, I think, it? just there, yeah. Round four. So up to round four. Keep in mind, this Ooh. is where it, yep. We had, yeah, I hope maybe. you're on through three yeah, rounds yeah. now. Um, so this is round four. Like I said, this is where things are starting to just spitball a little bit for me. <laughs> so let's... Uh, out of control. Spinning yeah. out of control. Yeah. We say goodbye to Helen and hello to $30,000. Mm. A further 10 seconds will come off the clock. We'll start with the strongest link from the last round. That's Shoe. Let's play yeah. the weakest link. the girl link. was getting everything right. Dave, the Surf Life Saving Australia logo features a figure wearing a hat of two colours, red and which other? White. No, yellow. Dave. Who wrote the 1960 novel To Kill a Mockingbird? Um, uh, Lawrence. No, Harper Lee. Catherine. I don't even know what I said there. Which Grammy <laughs> Award-winning American pop star is nicknamed Tay-Tay? Taylor Swift. Correct. Riley. Dave. Bank. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello and who? Raphael. Correct. 
Time's up. That's the end of the round. Contestants, you banked a contemptible $3,000 out of a possible $30,000. It's time to vote off the weakest link. You can see I'm getting a bit nervous now. <laughs> the weakest link this round is Dave. Yep. And for the second time, <laughs> Shu is the strongest. Gone from the strongest to the weakest. Correctly. Yep. But as we reach the midpoint of the game, could Shu's position as the strongest make her a target? All right, the voting is complete. Shu, who did you vote for? Um, Dave. Sorry. Why? Because he got a couple wrong. It's fair. Got two wrong. Well, as you know, it's the team's vote that counts. It's time to reveal who the team thinks is the weakest link. Riley. Jude. Dave. 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 (laughs) Dave, the YouTube content creator... The team has just unsubscribed. Oh. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. I've probably got a couple of easy ones wrong, particularly the To Kill a Mockingbird one I really should have known. I actually think I have read the book. Now that I think about it, I read it in high school. So that was the end. Yeah. I went on, I lost. Oh, well, you don't go on those things to win. No, I went there to have winnings I went, bonus. I went there to have fun. It was, a, it, was a, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun doing it. Again, three, two easy ones I got wrong. The surf life-saving thing. Yeah. Obviously, red and gold is the color of the cap. But I was just like picturing the logo. And again, I think it was another situation where I didn't listen to the question properly mm. and I heard what other color was on the logo. And uh, the first thing I go to is white, white. because white's the color of the face yeah. that's on the logo. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, um, the author of To Kill a Mockingbird, I just completely blanked out on for one reason or another. Um, and obviously um, I've read the book, I've watched the film, mm. um, and I don't know, it just escaped me. And I, I'm trying, I, I keep trying to think whether, had I been asked under any other circumstances, the name of the author, whether I would have got it. That's the one that I'm not sure. Mm. I think it may have escaped me. Oh, so, I wouldn't have got it. No. Uh, so I said Lawrence because I just knew it was like an L, like uh, a uh, Harper Lee. I was thinking, uh, no, same just, surname. Should have got yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, my surname Lee. Um, so the first thing that comes into my head is like D H Lawrence, and mm. I'm like, I'm sure that's not it, but I'm going to say it. Because they're like they say to you, you always just have to come up with an answer. Yeah. Don't say pass because the answer is never going to be pass. Yeah, we'll yeah. never have a question where the answer is pass. So just say something, and it could be right. Mm. If not, it makes for good TV. So anyway, they booted me out because I got two wrong. I got the third one right, the Ninja Turtles one, like that. It's funny. All the you watch all the pop culture ones just are like that. But anything else was like my brain has this weird fade. Mm. So I got booted out. I have a feeling I probably could have won it if I kept in, judging by all the rest of the questions on the show. You'd never know if you get booted out. You just, it's not worth thinking about it. Of course, um, of course, the, the woman who, who knew all the questions, she won in the end. Yeah. Um, the, I can't believe they didn't vote her out. Yeah, well. well so I wouldn't have wanted to go Because it was down to the last three, and then one of the other, yeah. uh, one of the other people voted her out, but then the, uh, then the other person voted the other person out. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what she's are you nuts. doing? Why don't you put yourself up against like yep. this, the strongest player in the game who knew everything? But she she said that she 
wanted uh, she, that that, that um, she deserved to be on on the end. Yeah, on in the end game. You don't go in with that mindset. No, You're no. Gonna, I'm going to go in and win twenty grand. She won at the end. I, I would have been. I would have been thinking, who have I got to be the chance of beating? Exactly right. And the last few questions were well, there was a mix of like easy ones because at the end they pit the two people against each other. It's like the best out of five. Yeah. Um, and of course, the, the the woman who was getting all the questions right, she just completely well, she didn't blitz it. She got a couple wrong. Yeah. But she managed to take it out in the end. And I think I like well deserved. Yeah, yeah. Like going yeah. with a head of knowledge like that and keep your cool the whole time. She'd obviously read, or she was saying she had read, um, like uh, what do you call it? Um. Uh, like strategies and stuff, yeah. and was implementing strategies, and fucking it paid off. So really, uh, you know, props to her. Like I, even when I went backstage, I did a little exit interview thing. They asked you like four or five questions, and I obviously just pick. And one of them was like, "Who do you think is the strongest?" The strongest. I was like, "Obviously her." And they're like, "Who do you want to win?" I was like, "Well, absolutely, I have to give it to her because yeah. she's done so yeah. well." So anyway, I went out. I had fun. We got a funny little podcast segment out of it. Well, <laughs> um, it took forever to film it too, didn't they? It's like six hours it takes them to do a show. It's one episode. That's so ridiculous. Long. Yeah, it took ages. We should do something like Millionaire, and that's done in they real do time. Six Millionaire episodes in a day. Yeah, so it's done in real time. This thing was a bit of fudging around. So I don't know how much I'm allowed to do. Yeah, how ridiculous! But uh, yeah, it takes a long time to record one of them. Absolutely yeah, well, crazy. That's their process. Well, exactly. Um, and they've only, like I said, they've just started filming it. So there's you've got that teething. The sort of teething thing mm. there. Um, we're going to skip over Shider All Right this week. Well, A, because we've uh, had quite a few segments already this week, mm. done some clips and stuff. We'll talk a little bit about some news. There's right. been some cool. interesting news that's come up this week. Um, Steven Spielberg, my favourite film director. Yep. Um, he has cut a deal with Netflix through his Amblin partner's company. Um, the Variety article read, Steven Spielberg's Amblin Partners and Netflix forge film deal in sign of changing Hollywood. Now, we keep in mind Steven Spielberg in 2019 sort of was rallying against Netflix. That's um, right, he was too. Uh, this is an article, I think also from Variety, uh, where it said, it might not have been from Variety, it might have been from somewhere else. But anyway, there was this article. In 2019, he reportedly urged the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences to bar day-and-date streaming releases from being eligible for Oscars. Spart sources close to the director, however, dispute that Spielberg ever tried to bar Netflix from eligibility. And then he later clarified his position on it. He said, I want people to find their entertainment in any form or fashion that suits them. Big screen, small screen... What really matters to me is a great story and everyone should have access to great stories. But by some accounts, he didn't believe that these Netflix movies should be eligible for Academy Awards because they're essentially TV movies. Mm. And TV movies usually go to the Emmys and not to the Academy Awards. But it's a different landscape. I can sort of understand that. I understand it too. Um, But a lot of these movies were made for theatrical and Netflix just happened to be the the one who bought distribution. It's a bit of a grey area. And again, it's just a changing face, changing landscape. So anyway, this Variety article uh, says Amblin Partners Netflix have forged a partnership that will see the company headed by Spielberg produce multiple new feature films for the streaming service every year. 
Wow. The pact gives Netflix access to one of the most legendary directors in the movie business at a time when competition in the streaming space is growing fiercer with the launch of Disney Plus, HBO Max, and other challenges. Of course, like Peacock, Paramount Plus, Amazon, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, shit. Mm, what do we think? Um, how old is he now? <laughs> how long would it last? Seventies, oh, well, mid seventies. Um, It'd have to be. I, I don't know. Spielberg. Good on him, I reckon. Yeah, he's well, obviously obviously getting a I mean, pocket load of money out of it to do it. Wouldn't do it otherwise. Well, exactly right. Probably paying him a shitload. He's just come and produce a bunch of movies. But I mean, the, the, he's seventy four. He's probably still got a while left. Yeah. Him, but even if he the quality, God forbid, I mean, well, even yeah, even the quality, the quality of um content. Mm. I suppose we call it content. Do we? But yeah, I suppose. Um, on the service is incredible. Mm. No, not just not just you know the storylines and stuff mm. like that, but the, just the whole production. Yeah, but now you've got you know? Spielberg fucking producing. Yeah, that's stuff that's what it. I mean. Yeah, um, and even if again, so, knock wood, I know he's seventy four, but that I don't know that really matters. But um, even if he does fall off the perch again, knock wood. Um, I, it, it's probably a deal that as long will continue. He keep introducing aliens and spaceships. And yeah, shit. well, but it's probably a deal that would continue without him anyway. Yeah. Um, but again, I keep saying this: that was not his decision to put the aliens in Indiana Jones for. <laughs> that was George Lucas. It was just shit. And even Spielberg knew it was shit and tried to talk him out of it. Did he really? Yes. He's come out and he said that he's like, "It's not my idea." <laughs> I know he makes a lot of alien movies. But that was like, the worst. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh. So anyway, interesting how he's sort of, again, he's come out, he did come out in 2019 and said, oh, no, that's not what I meant. No, I'm, I'm all for streaming. So whether he has flipped or whether, you know, whatever, I don't want to make any assumptions. Mm. I think it's interesting. He's done a lot of TV in the past. Like he, he's produced um, Band of Brothers and The Pacific and all that stuff for television. Yep. Taken he produced. Um, he did a show called Real Stories, which he's actually oh, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. done a reboot of that for Apple as well. Uh, Real Stories? No, not Real Stories. That was the one with Hamish and Andy. <laughs> um, amazing Stories. Mm. So he's done a bit of television stuff, uh, but we're talking about movies here. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of stuff he brings to Netflix. Could yeah, be good. Will, will be. No, like he's, I'm sure it'll be good. His stuff's still good. His movies are still yeah. really good. His yeah. version of um, A West Side Story is coming out late this year, which is his first musical ever. Which will be kind of interesting to oh, see. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I hate musicals, but yeah. I'll have a look. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched the original. Well, I don't hate musicals. Someone. Yeah. Depends on what it is. Yeah. I, I don't think I've even ever watched the original West Side Story. It's like one of like very few classic films. Yeah. Like, like all-time classics that I've managed to yeah. skip. I have it, but I have never watched it. Yeah. I, I watched you know, mm. years ago, but couldn't tell you anything about it. It is Romeo and Juliet. No, I didn't. It is. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's Romeo and Juliet. Is it really? Uh, modern for the for the time. Modern fifties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a modern. It's it's a, like a musical version of Romeo and Juliet, but set kind of you know in suburbia. In that modern time. Yeah, any modern time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. didn't didn't know that. Yeah, didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It is. I'm looking forward to that. Um, West Side Story. It'll be interesting. I have to watch the original one first, I think. But yeah, this will be interesting to see what he brings to uh, to Netflix. Talking about Steven Spielberg films, yep. not that he's doing this one, but Indiana Jones 5 uh, is in production at the moment. Spielberg left it, left the production for one reason or another. 
Uh, it's being directed uh, by James Mangold, who did Logan. He didn't want to be slammed for aliens again. Well, who knows? Um, Logan, George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he, so um, <laughs> James Mangold did Logan. He also did, I think, if I'm not cor- if I'm not wrong, I think he also did Ford v Ferrari, which you loved. Loved it. Uh, directed. It's a car film. Let me double check it. James Mangold. Yeah. He's done some fantastic stuff. So now he's on board for Indiana Jones number five. He directed, oh no, he wrote Oliver and Company. How weird. Walk the Line, he directed 310 to Yuma, Night and Day. That's that film where Tom Cruise says he's the guy. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And oh yeah, so he's done some, he's done a lot of really good stuff. And he's on board to direct Indiana Jones number five. Now, anyway, why we're we're bringing this one up? That's not the that's not the news. It's been outrageous. Um, Harrison Ford has injured himself again. Does it all the time? All the time. Um, this was a, a statement come out from a representative at Disney. In the course of rehearsing for a fight scene, Harrison Ford sustained an injury involving his shoulder. Production will continue while the appropriate course of treatment is evaluated, and the filming schedule will be reconfigured as needed in the coming weeks. Uh, James Mangold is continuing to film with him for a number of weeks. They're like shuffling the schedule and stuff. I found this article last night. We'll take a just very quick look at like a timeline. This is a Newsweek article, a timeline of um, Harrison Ford's injuries on set. Uh, so even because I thought, because I was thinking he injured himself in the last Star Wars. I was thinking when he did Force Awakens, I thought he, I'm sure he, he crashed injured his himself. Plane? Well, we'll talk about this, but I was thinking to myself, he injured himself in the last Star Wars film. This is like a habit for this guy. Um, so I looked it up, and he has had a long history of injuries on set. So it's God. not, I mean, the easy thing would be to go, oh, he's too old to be doing this or whatever else. No, also even Tom Cruise's had a lot of injuries on set. Yeah, well, exactly. So once you, like I said, a lot of people, the first thing they go to is, oh, he's old. He's, what's he doing this for? Old and clumsy. He's, look at it. If you see pictures of him, this is a guy that still fucking cycles every day. Yeah. He's in really, really, he's really good shape. He's just a guy that. Because what's he 80-odd, isn't he? He'd have to be. Jesus. Harrison Ford age. He is uh, 78, very close. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, he's born very close to my birthday, so he'll be like 79 this year. Um, so, yeah, but this is a guy, much like Tom Cruise, who insists on doing a lot of his yeah. stunts and obviously still does. Um, and he's had this long history of set injuries. Indiana Jones and uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. The first Indiana Jones film was his first on-set injury. Um, he performed many of his own stunts and he bruised his ribs while being dragged behind a truck. And uh, he also tore his right ACL during another stunt. Uh, then in Temple of Doom, he was riding elephants for ta- far too long and um, herniated a disc. Oh. And that was further irritated by continual action sequences. It's um, painful. Yeah. Production paused on that one while he was in hospital to recover, this Newsweek article says. Then in The Fugitive in 93... He um, tore some ligaments in his left leg shooting a scene in the woods uh, and he refused to have surgery until the end of filming, meaning that his character had to keep the limp, so he limps in the movie. Uh, yeah. Um, and then in 2015, Star so was The Force Awakens. Um, what happened there? Oh, yeah, there, there was an airlift. No, there was a hydraulic door on the set of the Millennium Falcon right, that yeah. fell on him, fractured his ankle. They sued for like $1.5 million, the company that was in charge of 
whatever to yeah. do with the door. They really? sued him, yeah. Um, Ford's son, Ben, told Access Hollywood that his dad likely needed a plate and screws put in his ankle. Um, and then in 2015, of course, he crashed his plane because he's a qualified pilot. Um, he just not, wasn't on a film set. He just he crashed his plane. It was a Spitfire or something, isn't it? Yeah, or? it looks like it. Single engine plane. Does it say what it is? No, that's Mark it. Five. No, March 5, 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Some old plane. And then it's 20, like a Spitfire or something. Yeah, uh, 2017, Blade Runner 2049. Uh, oh, no, he injured Ryan Gosling, apparently punched him a bit too hard. There's a little screenshot of it there. Um, and then Indiana Jones 5, yeah. He's, so this is a guy that's just constantly, um, yeah. Oh, Ford joked on the Graham Norton show that he hurt his hand after punching, um, <laughs> punching God. So this is a long line of injuries. Hopefully he he gets better soon and they can get back into yeah, making exactly. the movie and he keeps Good himself him. safe and well. Good, yeah, like you know, at his age, still doing it again, oh, still doing man. it. And if you see pictures of him, he's still fucking. I hope I'm still upright at that age. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, good on him. I'm yeah, looking forward exactly to that movie. Right. Actually, I'm not a huge fan of the fourth one. Um, not a fan of it at all. Oh, but there's it. so much of it that actually works, though. We've said this before, and even the other day when I was kind of flicking through the movie, I was thinking this is actually quite good to a point. Until all yeah, the aliens come Exactly in. right. When that spaceship and the yeah. aliens appeared, that's when it turned me off. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of trailers that have come out this week. There's one that's just come out uh, today, just before we started filming this on the Friday. Of course, oh, the podcast really? goes out to everyone else on the... Uh, Monday? The Monday or the Saturday, if you're a patron. We'll take a look at this one. This is the, sh- the trailer for Sean Shi and the, uh, the, the legend of the Ten Rings oh, from awesome. Marvel. This is going to be the next Marvel film after Black Widow. Of course, Black Widow's out in a couple of weeks' time, so that's probably why we're getting the trailer now. So let's have a look at this new trailer. Glad I was right. He's just a criminal who murders people. Be careful how you speak to me, boy. But I could never escape his shadow. Son, you can't run from your past. Is this what you wanted? Awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. We're getting into some more origin stories now. It's great. Now that we're moving away from the Avengers. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it looks really good. Mm. I wasn't huge on the first trailer, but this one, I don't know if you, I'm not sure if you watched the first one. Um, but this one, yeah, it got me really excited. Mm. Now his father, he's going up to kind of battle against his father. Oh, I remember, okay. remember um, Iron Man three. How you had the man? I almost said the Mandalorian, um, the Mandarin, <laughs> the Mandarin, yeah. yeah, who turned out to be um, Trevor. Yep, just a guy pretending. One of my favorite characters, yeah, was Trevor. Just a guy pretending to be the Mandalorian, yeah. Mandarin, put up to it. Mm. Um, and at the end of the movie, discover that the Mandarin is actually a real person, and he's still out there. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's this guy. Ah. So we've come back to it. We've looped back. Finally, we're going to get the real Mandarin in the MCU. Awesome. Yeah. And of course, the Ten Rings was the terrorist society in Iron Man Three. Ah, uh, yeah. So you had the like you see Trevor sitting in the chair. You've got the the Ten yeah, Rings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And even that goes even back to Iron Man One. The Ten Rings is that terrorist organization that kidnaps Tony Stark. Oh, I don't, don't yeah. remember that. So there you go. So it's all tying in. Yeah, uh, cool. And beautifully shot too. Yeah, it looks made. fantastic. And do you recognise, if we take it back just a little bit here, if I can, 
Do you recognise this big monster of a thing here? Yeah, I do. What's it from? What's he? Again, think right back to the beginning of uh, the MCU. In the Hulk. The yeah. Abomination. Oh, He's the guy right. that the Hulk goes up against. Yeah, Tim Roth. Right. They inject Tim Roth that's with the serum. Right. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, didn't yeah. quite he didn't die. They left it on like a cliffhanger yeah. that he was still alive. And they fucking bring him back finally. Well, was it Tim Roth playing that? I think so because he is apparently going to be appearing in She Hulk for Disney Plus and Tim Roth is on board right, for that. Okay. So they're kind of bringing him back in. Awesome. Look at that. Yeah, I do remember the, yeah. the character. There you go. So I'm looking forward to this. The cast is fantastic. And um yeah. More Marvel and when, more like, when we say it every time that I mean they're just the the, the production values on this mm. stuff is just out of this world so man. Good, it's so huh? beautiful. Yeah. And it's good to see because <clears throat> with my training and stuff as a photographer, mm. what we try and do is we try and replicate the look of a product or yeah. whatever it is we're shooting as if it was in real life. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you're looking at you're looking at things like you know, having one sets of shadows and yeah. all these sorts of things and just beautiful soft light wrapping around people's mm. faces and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's good to see that the that that those sorts of philosophies are being used with yeah. lighting mm. with lighting um you know, movies and stuff now. Um and it has been for a few years now. And it's there's obviously been people within the industry that have a really good understanding of well, how particularly light works. when it's all heavy CGI stuff, yeah. you mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, they have they have a good a good a good understanding of how light works. And it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that you've got to actually put lights up to mm. whatever. It's with the CGI. These people have got a good understanding of how it works. Yeah, yeah, you know it's right? so cool. And it's really nice to see. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to get some more origin stuff from Marvel. We're really like kind of yeah. turning the clock back. And yeah, awesome. So we'll get that, and then of course we saw the Eternals trailer last or a couple of weeks back. Yep. Uh, very cool. Oh, Trevor, eh? Trevor, yeah, well, he won't be back, well, sadly. The Mandarin, anyway. <laughs> the, ma- the real Mandarin this yeah. time around. Um, we've got a trailer also for The Suicide Squad. Ooh, awesome. Trying to figure out if we have time, we reckon. Yeah, you've got time. All right, let's have a look. This you've is cut a segment. So. Yeah, well, but we replaced it with other segments. Okay. So uh, yeah, let's, let's just, do it quickly. Do it. Let's just do it quickly. Do it. This do is, it. of course, uh, The Suicide Squad. This is uh, James Gunn. Director of Guardians of the Galaxy. This is the project he took up at DC after Disney fired him from Guardians Three, oh. um, and so he's taken this up at DC, and then Marvel hired him. Disney hired him back anyway. So <laughs> they kind of threw the um, threw the order of the Marvel stuff out. So he went to DC, and then he went back, and he's going to start shooting Guardians Three. Oh, so. Right, okay. so anyway, this is James Gunn's take on the Suicide Squad, which has been described as not a reboot and not a sequel to the other Suicide Squad movie, even though some of the actors are the same. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So who knows what the fuck this yep. thing is. DC, there is no plan there. There's just They just do whatever the fuck they want. And the seat of their pants. And they've obviously given James Gunn just free reign to just fucking go and do what you mm. want. Here we go. Each member is chosen for his or her own completely unique set of abilities. Number two. Good to know. 
So there you go, The Suicide Squad. It's doesn't look too bad. It's pretty good. I'm yeah. excited for it. I think it looks very yeah, good. Exactly it looks right. very good. So, of course, you've got Margot Robbie's back yep. as uh, Harley Quinn. Yep. Great. Love awesome. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Means we can get to buy some more pop vinyls. Oh, God. No. <laughs> got enough of that shit. <laughs> I know. They've done us over that last movie, didn't they? Oh, we got all God, of them. How many? I know. I've got, I've got to keep buying them. We've got to keep doing it. We've got... Um, uh, uh, the, the Australian guy um, is back as Captain Boomerang. Oh, um, yeah. I lose his name. Uh, that cool, yeah, cool Australian guy. Suicide Squad. Um, Jesus, how's his name gone? Um, <laughs> Boomerang. Oh, Jay Courtney, of course. Because he's not in much. He doesn't do a lot. Um, so Jay Courtney is back as Captain Boomerang. Uh, you've got um, John Cena is playing Peacemaker, and they think John John Cena. They've been so impressed with his performance in this movie that they're now working on a TV series for HBO Max. Oh, really? Which James Gunn has written, and he went to and Warner Brothers was like, "I've written this whole series for Peacemaker. Let me make it." They're like, "Go ahead and do it." So they're did doing. He bring, that. Did he bring him in because? Um um, Guardians had um, what's his name? The other yeah, Dave Batista probably. <laughs> um, oh, that that worked well. Let's do another. Yeah. Let's get another wrestler in for this one. Yeah, um, and also um, Tiger with Titi too. Tiger, yeah. There's no um, credit for him no. yet, but he's there apparently. Yeah. Could just be rumored. I don't know if it's. Um, but Joel Kinnaman, I was going to say, is back as Rick Flag. He was in the first one as well. Yep. He um, he was in that Moon, that moon show that we yeah. watched. Um, um, space Pulse. space station fucking from for all mankind for all mankind on Apple Plus, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, uh, Jay, of course, James Gunn has brought along a bunch of his mates to be part of it as well. Michael Rooker, yep. Yondu, he's in yep. there as Savant. Uh, Nathan Fillion is in there as TDK. Nathan Fillion's in a lot of James Gunn stuff, and his brother Sean Gunn is playing the Weasel. Oh. Sean Gunn is in um, Guardians as well, right. Uh, he plays. So he's just brought a few from yeah. Marvel across with him. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Idris Elba's always good. Yeah, not always, but you know, yeah, most stuff he touches. Pretty Viola much Davis, I like her too. Yeah. Well, she was in the first one as well. Yeah. Amanda Waller. Yep. So they've brought some new car, some older cars, brought new ones across. Will Smith was apparently approached to come and be Deadshot again. He was like, I want nothing to do with this franchise again. Really? Yeah, but fucking look how good it is. Yeah. Trust, trust, trust the director. Um, and of course, um, what's his face? Um, He'll reappear in the next one. The Joker, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, the Joker. Um, who was it that played the Joker? What's his name? Um, uh, uh, why have I lost this guy's name now? Uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, God's sake! What am I doing? Jared Leto. Of oh, course, Leto, that's right. Hell. Yeah. God, why am I hosting a movie podcast? I shouldn't always lose these names. It's too much shit rattling around in there. So, yeah, anyway, he's gone, and we've got some new faces. It looks good. Mm, yeah, it's I'm, very good. I'm looking forward to that. Let's do a couple I've of... I haven't been a big fan of stuff in the past, but... The DC stuff. Yeah, DC yeah, stuff. Yeah, but when you get a good filmmaker on board and the studio allows that filmmaker to, to fucking do, what just to do. do their own thing, yeah. you get a good product out of it. Again, we really liked... I loved Birds of Prey. I know a lot of people out there didn't love it. Um, and that was very much a filmmaker-driven project. Kathy Yan just was terrific on that movie. Uh, even Zack Snyder's stuff is, I mean, it whether you love it or you hate it, 
that's very much a product of, apart from Justice League, a very much a product of his own filmmaking. When you give a filmmaker their own vision without too much inter- interruption, you get some good stuff out of DC. Yeah. Let's do a couple yeah. of subscriber questions and round the show out because I think yeah, we've cool. gone over two hours this week. Oh, have we? Yep. Oh, okay. Let's there get it go. done. Just a um, Anthony Fisher. Yep. A Patreon. Mm-hmm. Thanks, hey, Anthony. Anthony. Um, with both Disney Animation and Pixar having distinct errors of film based on film receptions mm. and what was happening with the company behind the scenes, what errors does the live action side of Disney mm. have and what films fit into them? Mm. Like where does the like where does the likes of Mary Poppins, The Rocketeer, Pirates uh, and Cruella fit in? Mm. All right. So I would think you would probably break it down like the early years when Walt Disney was alive, he was making live-action features. You think of stuff like um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, um, Zorro, all the kind of the film, the TV films even that he made, um, Mary Poppins, all that. And then probably the era after Walt died, you have some stuff like, uh, you know, Pete's Dragon and Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, um, all that kind of stuff. And then you kind of have like all those kind of wacky comedies and shit, Freaky Friday and The Parent yep. Trap and all that. It's probably in that same kind of era. And then I reckon you have the stuff in the 80s, which has really come weird stuff in there, like the black hole and um, some really dark stuff. Something Wicked This Way Comes. The company was kind of all up in the air in the 80s. And then the 90s, you have these really crazy, wacky family adventure movies. Flubber, um, Man of the House, uh, Tom and Huck, these just crazy weird comedy things. And then you come sort of in the more modern era, you've got stuff like yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Lone Ranger, uh, stuff like you know Tomorrowland. And then, of course, the more modern stuff is like these live-action yeah. remakes, which are kind of controlling everything at the moment. I think really maybe even Disney Plus era is taking us into a new era too. So mm. there you go. That's what I think. That's how I'd break it down, I think, anyway. Fair enough. Pete. We got one from Pete Seamos. Ah. Yeah, Pete, another Patreon. Yes, thank you. Uh, up in Welcome. New South. Yes. Uh, loved the Beatles discussion last week. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It was like you two were frozen in time. Well, we oh, yeah, sort of were the, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the he, camera went off. It, did he? Yeah, he must have. Camera went out, yeah. <laughs> So, so there's just a graphic up on the screen yeah, for that exactly. portion of the video Frozen version. The yeah, po- yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, so, so following on from that, what's your favourite Beatles album? Which Beatle do you think had the best solo career? For mine, Revolver, White Album and Abbey Road. Mm-hmm. Although they are all great post-Beatles, post um, I think Lennon put out the highest quality stuff. Yeah, all right. You can take this one. Um, it's hard to pick for me because I, I, I like nearly all their stuff. Yeah. Um, I like I love Revolver, um, uh, an earlier one with with the Beatles. I mm. love. Sometimes I just put that on just to. I just really enjoy it, but probably for me, I would think Let It Be. Mm. Would be would be the one for me, and I agree with you, Pete. Um, John Lennon, uh, hands yeah. down for me. I mean, he was, he's uh, you know he's my hero, and um, he definitely produced the best quality work mm. over a longer period of time. Yeah. George Harrison was, was the best musician of them all. Mm. Um, without without any shadow of a doubt, he, he, he could play instruments like you know, like anybody else. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> Paul, I think Paul really only put out really um, 
uh, Band on the Run was probably mm. his best album post Beatles, and that was that was very Beatlesque. Yeah, anyway. well, he was right. He wrote. He was those, writing at the same time. He wrote those yeah, songs when they were right. doing Abbey Road and Get uh, let, uh, yeah. let It Be, and Harrison was doing um, All Things Must Pass at the same time. Yeah, but they were writing them for the Beatles. Yeah, and then when they broke off, they just yeah fucking, did, their, did their own thing. There's some recordings, particularly of the Harrison stuff that later went on um, All Things Must Pass, that the other Beatles were actually playing with him yeah. on that on the anthology yeah, yeah, discs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for me, John Lennon, without doubt, because of a longer, you know, he produced great quality work over a longer period of time. Yeah. Um, of course, he had his, you know, his five-year absence from Spotlight, then came back and yeah. produced an album and, and was shot. Um, Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, I, I wasn't, I never used to be a huge Paul fan. Yeah. Um, but, you know. And Ringo, of course, you know, just Ringo's. So Ringo. John Lennon John and Lennon Let It Be is the answers. Be. I would say Abbey Road is my favourite album. I just love the high concept of it. I love the medley at the end where it's just yeah, like a bunch yeah, of songs yeah. just yeah. like – because that was the B side of the album, wasn't it? Yeah. The whole medley. Yeah, yep. um, and then John Lennon as well yep. was the answer for that. Awesome. All right, next one. Uh, Alan, Alan Driver. Yeah. with Ooh, the ret- a long one. Uh, with the return of Hanna-Barbera Hanna characters in Jellystone, I have some concerns about the show being more of a modern animated show uh, we get every every other month, making it hard to make it stand out. <clears throat> should there be that concern for the show? Should there, should there be that concern for the mm. show? Or will it be like the Looney Tunes show, uh, where it was more of a sitcom, which I prefer? Also, what are the retro characters... Uh, what other retro characters do you want to see make a return? Wacky Racers is my favourite old animated. I love Wacky Racers. Mm. Um, favourite old animated show. And while I while I didn't care for the reboot, could we get a Wacky Racers movie? I think Scoob was great, and love to see a Wacky Ra- Racers movie in the, in that animation right. style. So this is Jelly Stone. This is this, if you look here, this is Jellystone. This is this yep. new Yogi Bear kind of Hanna-Barbera character thing. I think what he's saying is this looks like really modern. It's too modern. It's like every other show that's out there at the moment. Yep. Do we Are we concerned? A lot of people are raising concerns over the animation style. I think it looks all right, but it does look very um, uh, like SpongeBob or yeah, that kind of thing. I'm not too sure how well this is going to go. I really like what he mentioned, the Looney Tunes show, where it was more of a sitcom and the characters were presented kind of in a, in a original designs but it was um it was actually really quite smart and quite clever and and very funny so i don't know i am kind of worried about this i feel like um a lot of these characters aren't i think they're kind of a bit more obscure these days and to play around with them this much might be a bit i don't know might be a bit much for audiences so i don't really know how well that's going to go um as for other stuff that i'd like to see them reboot i don't know um I think, well, he asked. Well, he asked about the Wacky Racers movie. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know because they did Scoob. It didn't do very well, but now they're doing Scoob Two. Mm-hmm. The idea with Scoob was to do a Hanna Barbera universe in the movies. Yep. So I think probably the idea would be to go and give all these other characters their uh, little films. But whether or not um, they end up going down that ro- that route now after Scooby. Mm. Uh, but again, that was released during the pandemic, straight yeah, to exactly. So we, I, I just don't don't really know. I As think a, Wacky Races could could, could actually could. be could be quite yeah. a good 
good movie. Yeah, now he also asked what other shows could we reboot. Someone else just down there as well asked the same yeah, question. Ben, was it Ben? No, no, no? The Gerard. Oh, Gerard. Gerard John Julius. Uh, uh, if you could pick any, any animated series to get a revival, which show would you pick? So, same question. Um, like, I would say... I know there's one being done at the moment, Flintstones, but yeah. Seth um, MacFarlane was working on one years ago, which I think would have been really good. Um, so I really would have loved to see a, like a, a Flintstone series in that kind of style. Seth MacFarlane style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he was, t- he was working on one, but yeah, it, it just been, it it fell by the wayside. I think the Jetsons would be great to, to reboot these days. And if we're going a different route, Recess, that old Disney show Recess, I would yeah, love yeah. to see a reboot of that. Yeah. That was great. Mm. Yeah. Cool, mm. um, Ben Ben Melsky. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's a, there's a chance that any any of the Scooby Doo, Flintstones, or Jetsons characters could appear in Jellystone? We've got a lot of cartoon questions this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it looks like they've got the rights to a lot of the Hanna. Well, it is Warner Brothers, but it looks like they've been given the freedom to use a lot of the Hanna Barbera stuff. Uh, Scooby Doo, Flintstones, Jetsons were always kind of kept in their own little pocket universes, though. Yeah. Away from this other group of characters, we talk about Yogi Bear, Top Cat, McGilla Gorilla, Quick Draw McGraw. They were all kind of in their own sort of mm-hmm. little pocket. Yep. yep. Uh, there were crossovers, but it was rare. So I wouldn't count on seeing them there, but I don't think it's impossible. So it might, mm. and it might happen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Dre Higby. Yeah. Uh, what is something you are hoping that, what is, what is something you are hoping that would be a series on Disney Plus? Well, I, I, I don't know. If we're talking about stuff that's getting rebooted at the moment, like we've had the Mighty Ducks, we've got Turner and Hooch coming up soon. Um, Interesting. You know, stuff that. like that would be interesting. I think Flubber would be a great series. Be great. Like if you take that, even like um, the Absent Minded Professor, which was the original film, mm. like if you um, just take that concept to that that professor who invents this weird flubber thing. I think that'd yep. make a great series. Yep. Uh, get some comedian on board for that. Someone really well known, I think in your yeah. Adam Sandler or something stupid yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. you know, I think it will be fun. Um, and I think Herbie would make a good, Herbie the love bug would make mm. a great series too. There were so many movies. Yeah, exactly right. And th- those movies always count, almost count as a series. Yeah, I think don't so. they? There were so many of them, but I think that would work. But that as would be like good, a little half hour. Yeah. Half hour It'd episodes. be the love bug, yeah. yeah quite, so that's what I thought fun. anyway, yeah. Um, last question. Yeah. Is it the last one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Be sponged. Yeah. Um, that's a good name. Yeah. Uh, since Scoob, since Scoob made a comeback to US theatres not too long ago, do you think we could see uh, other PVOD? What's PVOD? Uh, pay Video On Demand. Oh, okay. Uh, do you think we could see other PVOD films like Soul, Mulan and Luca make a comeback to theatres soon? Um, well, thought so. Well, this is, well, because he's talking about Scoob was released digitally, yep. but then when things started to reopen, they actually put Scoob put on, in theatres. Yeah. I don't know. I think Disney's going to be a bit funny about these things. I would love to see them get big theatrical releases. Oh, be beautiful. Soul, Mulan, Luca, they all just so visually beautiful movies. Mm. I don't know. I'd like to think that maybe, but I just I wouldn't count on it. On them doing that. Disney. I wouldn't have thought so. I mean It would be beautiful to see. Yeah. But I don't think that would be. I know they do a lot of um they do a lot of smaller screenings where it might be like one weekend they'll play a couple of animated movies at Hoyt's or something yeah, where it's just like it's not a full run. They just yeah. do one screening. Yeah. Like we went and saw Toy Story when they reissued it yep. at Lion King. Yep. Whether they do something like that down the line, I don't know whether it would be worth their while. I'm not sure. 
Um, I mm. think we've moved too far on from them putting them in cinemas as kind probably. of even like a limited run. I think people have watched them and watched them and watched them by now and they're probably not going to rush to a cinema to see them. With, all... with Scoob, um, how far before lockdown, before we came out of lockdown did that come out? Oh, I don't know. They came out at least a year ago digitally. Oh, okay. So we were well and truly in yeah. lockdown. Uh, but time. then they did release it to cinemas. It might have only been six months later mm. or something like that. So. So I would have thought something like Luca would be mm-hmm. would be one that they could do it with because it's only just recently Fairly come recent. out. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's but see, that's the thing. All these other Disney movies that are opening at the moment around Luca yeah. are all going to cinemas. Yeah, Raya went to cinemas. Black Widow's going to cinemas. Jungle Cruise is going to mm. cinemas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we spoke about it a few weeks ago the big thing about why why aren't they letting Luca go to cinemas? So yeah, I feel like yeah. if they're not putting that in cinemas now when they can. Yeah, they won't. I don't think they will. Yeah, exactly. Sadly enough. But that... Wrong button again. <laughs> there we go. All right, long show today. Thanks for sticking with us uh, for another one. Um, that is all we have time for, though. Of course, the podcast goes out every single Monday on all podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music and Audible. <gasps> mouthful the visual element is available to view on youtube on the same day but if you uh, would like two-day early access on the saturday you're going to head to patreon.com forward slash dave lee down under sign up for as little as a dollar a month only a dollar cheap 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 yes it is um don't forget the video podcast are on a new channel love love the eyes over there we'd love the views we'd love the subscriptions to get that monetization back it'll be lovely you can, of course, find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under, over on Twitter, Instagram, um, Letterboxd at Dave Lee Down Under. There's links down in the description of every single podcast uh, you can click through. If you want to write in the show, you can shoot an email to DaveLeePod at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the podcast platform, please leave a review. It helps. Only good reviews, Only good though. ones, please. Uh, a YouTube review. This week, I uh, dropped my ranking of all 24 Pixar movies. Um, that was the all of them, all the Pixar movies. I ranked them all. I can rank them all. Um, that's the that marks the end of my Pixar ranking series. So we're going to get onto DreamWorks next. I don't know when the first one's going to come out. Probably a couple of months. Mm-hmm. I got to watch those first mm-hmm. few movies to get into it. Um, a bunch of cartoon news came out this week. Of course, stuff about the new Scooby Doo Courage the Cowardly Dog spin off that's happening. Oh, crossover that's happening. Um, Looney Tunes cartoons. There's new ones coming. And of course, I talked about these the new Yogi Bear Jelly Soap thing so if you want to head over look at them week before of course i did a luca review fast nine review interviews the fast nine cast and director so you can head over and look at those as well this week i've got a review for monsters at work coming up have i got one coming up this week yes i've got a review for monsters at work coming up this week and i've also got a review for black widow coming up this week so you'll have two reviews this week I had planned for an evolution this week. I did. I have been saying for two months I'm going to do two evolutions. That not happening. That's had to be put on the back burner for a bit. Not happening. Other stuff going on. Next month, I'm hoping I can get two for you. I'm hoping. Don't promise. I'm hoping. I'm not promising, but I'm under hoping. promise and over yeah. deliver. I yeah, always yeah, tell I you. I know. I'm hoping. Um, so yeah, that's it. There's going to be a bunch of stuff, and then whatever else drops during the week. Um, don't forget, of course, to head over and listen to the Weekly Planet podcast or view it on YouTube. That's all down in the description below. Um, and if you want to watch my Weakest Link episode, I'll leave a link for the Nine Now um, 
video player. You can watch the episode if you're in Australia. If you're overseas, like if you want to watch the full thing, um, you can probably view it with a VPN, um, but otherwise you've got the best fits yeah. on this show anyway. Yeah. Um, so again, but thank you to James and, and, and Nick over at the Weekly Planet for having me on the show. It was fantastic. Thanks. Thanks for getting me here for a couple of hours. Yeah, uh, and thanks to everybody out there uh, who has who has listening to this or watching this as a result of the Weekly Planet. I appreciate you joining on board. Um, thank you. That's it. You got anything else to say? Nope. That's the end. See you later, guys. We'll see you next see week. Ya. Take care. Stay Take healthy. Take it easy.